it's time to relax. You know what that means. It's time to go put the show on while you go outside and start shoveling your driveway. Because apparently it's fucking snows in April now. <laughs> uh, this is the original Jankster's podcast. I'm Kevin Jank. I'm Peter Jank, and it hasn't snowed here yet. Oh, um, it's it's uh, snowing pretty good here today. <laughs> Even though it's April, which is fucking ridiculous. Even more reason to move to Washington. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, this is. I'm not happy about this news. I've heard that there was snow still happening over there. I mean, it does rain, but today is a beautiful sunny day, and I'm okay with this. <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> so lucky. Despite me wearing my hood right now, Kate, where it lets you drink and you don't get snow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's great. It's a good life. <laughs> it's the best life. Man. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, we're back with another episode this week. Indeed. Um, I guess we could do a little bit of news up top. Uh, there's been a couple of uh, things in the, the movies and TV sphere that were announced this week that we could talk about. Yep. Uh, Game of Thrones finale is. Uh, yeah. Or maybe <laughs> not finale. I don't know what's going the, on. The first episode, the first episode. of the <laughs> final season starts today. Uh, there's six of them. I guess they're extra long. <laughs> Oh, so boy. each one will be over an hour. I think the last one's over an hour and a half. This is relevant to people... no one here, I believe. Unless, Kevin, <laughs> have you watched the Game of Thrones? I have, yes. Are you? Oh, so you're up to date with it. <laughs> yes, I will be watching. Um, wow. I had not watched it as it went along. Like, I was kind of, I started watching it. I kind of binge watched everything. Probably, it was during when they were doing the last season. So I binge watched everything and I think I caught the last episode of the last season live because I was finally caught up. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, I've kind of just binge watched it all. But is it it's good? pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, I think you should watch it considering you're like the fantasy guy. <laughs> it's kind of crazy that you would not have seen this show <laughs> again. I don't like watching TV. But you are very, very correct. I think everybody <laughs> and their mother has said, Pete, you need to watch the show. And I keep saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I think like it, you need to, though, just if you're going to be a fantasy guy, this is like the one show you need to see. Because honestly, I'm still not that into it as much as like some people are that go full balls deep and like read all the books and actually understand what's going on. <laughs> but uh like I, I think it's probably the best fantasy show or best fantasy related entertainment that I've ever seen. Wow. Um, I'll give it that much. But there's because <laughs> at least people there. have sex all the time. And yeah. Penis. <laughs> yep. And people talking about boobs and penises, which makes it just entertaining. I don't like know most if I can deal things. with that. When I think of like, I could do boobs and penis on my modern time thought process, which is probably a little <laughs> too much. So, like, when I watch the fantasy thing, it's like, finally, I don't have to worry about boobs or penis. But this just, like, puts it right there in your face, right there on Front Street. You're just like, wow, all right, well, I was trying but to keep I feel keep like away that's realistic because it is. what it's else did realistic. you have to do back then besides have boobs and penises? <laughs> there ain't nothing else to do all day. It's so true. It's so true, <laughs> and it's unfortunate. <laughs> so I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's but all right it's it's good it's solid uh, i was listening to 
I listened when I was watching it last time or after I watched it, they started doing this podcast on the ringer uh, called binge mode where these two people would go through like each episode would be, a, you know, an episode of the podcast and they would break down everything that happened. And that helped a lot because there's so many characters on this show that I'm like, I don't know what the fuck, who, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> But that helped a lot. And I realized since then, I probably should have rewatched it before this season started because I listened to like this uh, Q&A episode they did a couple weeks ago where they were kind of bringing it back, getting ready for the new season. And they were talking about people. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. Like, I can't picture that person at all. That's the or other what th- their role in the show is. I heard that there's a shit ton of like characters in this and so many side stories. And it's just like each yeah. episode won't actually double back sometimes on the first like portion of that side story. You just are left mm-hmm. for it for the next episode. And it's just like if I find a certain character that I really, really like, we'll say Legolas, even though he's not in this. But if <laughs> I really like Legolas, he's cool. I like that he shoots bow and arrows off a skateboard. That's really neat to me. If somebody <laughs> showed me that he was shooting some bows and arrows, he's shooting bows and arrows off a skateboard. And then it goes into another story. It was like. What was he shooting at? Now I gotta wait a whole nother episode. Now I'd just be so pissed <laughs> off to figure out exactly what he's shooting at. Is he gonna skateboard. do the nine hundred? Yeah. No one knows. <laughs> a kick a kick flip mid twist? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they definitely drag some stuff out. Uh like there's one thing. One of the characters, like Brand Stark, like one of the sons of the Stark family, who's kind of like the, they at least start you out with them as being like the main characters. Um, he was like a big part of the show and then just disappeared for an entire season. <laughs> like they just didn't have him on that whole season. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could do that show. Uh, it's just it's just too much, I think, for my mind. I mean, I love fantasy. Don't get me wrong, but I'm the same way in like board games for most of the for like the the biggest point of my life, I guess. When I when I play a board game, I want it to end at the end of the night. I'm not a big fan of these like legacy <laughs> yeah. style games where it's just like a campaign that I have to slowly work through. Even though Pandemic Legacy was like that ish, mm-hmm. but it's still at the end of the night, there was some kind of conclusion to the end of it. Where most of like like the big game that I have is Gloomhaven. It's like all right, I did this cave and I fought these monsters and that opened up a new part of a story it's like i just wanted to i wanted to end at the end of the yeah night for the most part so i don't like tv shows for that because like i want some kind of closure when I'm at the end of this episode i don't want these cliffhangers <laughs> that happened every single time yeah that is a lot especially with this many episodes and granted <laughs> i could are. just binge watch it but it would take mm-hmm. me 30 years 30 <laughs> years to binge watch all that stuff just so i can keep closing all these loopholes I don't think it would take you that long. If you could watch all of Stranger Things in less than a day, <laughs> I can. And I this will. would take you probably a month. <laughs> Man, a whole month. <laughs> That's 30 days. That's a long time. 30 days of night. <laughs> The one thing I will say is people seem to be very caught up in uh, like who's going to be sitting on the Iron Throne at the end of it, which to me, like, I don't see how that really matters <laughs> unless they do all like a, one of those, you know, Animal House or Stand By Me type endings where it says what happens to everybody oh, the rest yeah. of their lives. Because <laughs> otherwise, why? Like whoever is on the throne is probably going to get killed and someone else will take the throne in the next two years anyway. If this show has taught me anything. It's that there's been like four or five people on the throne already <laughs> just in the reign of this show. So like, what are the chances that whoever's on the throne at the end of this is really going to stay there very long? Tune in next year. 
<laughs> where they decided to just do a spinoff called Joey. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would totally watch that. <laughs> Joey just going up to all the young maidens. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else is in the news pipe? Well, speaking of TV, they have announced some new shows, new Marvel shows for that Disney streaming plus app. Is that's it going to be coming up? Are they called Daredevil? Um <laughs> Punisher, I can't remember the Jessica Bones, Jessica Jones, <laughs> Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Yep. No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I kind of wish they were, but just led me on there. All right. <laughs> so they had previously announced the Loki show and the Scarlet Witch show. So in keeping with that, they've added more shows about minor, you know, characters who aren't getting their due in the movies. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> who, I guess Black aren't, aren't Panther. <laughs> No, he's got his own movie. So they've got two new shows. Black one Widow. One which is called <laughs> The Falcon and Winter Soldier Show. <laughs> Where they both are co-hosts at a talk show talking about <laughs> New York City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would love that. That would probably be better than what we'll end up getting. Um, but yeah, so they're getting their own show where they, I guess, have to team up. Um, the only good news about that is I'm hoping that that means neither of them is going to be the new Captain America. <laughs> if they're both going to stay as the Falcon and Winter Soldier, maybe that means that they won't, you know, try to be like, oh, here's one of them being Captain America. Ah, uh, who knows? Unless this whole show is about them fighting over who gets to be Captain America. Oh, good. <laughs> and then it ends with somebody winning. Falcon and... <clears throat> oh, that's a good voice. <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Show! <laughs> Starring the Falcon. And then there's a, like a picture of him like smiling da, and waving. Da, da, and da, 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 the Winter Soldier. And he's smiling da, and waving. Da, 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 da. Hello and welcome, everybody. I'm the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Geritol. <laughs> and everyone's favorite <laughs> rice It is truly the San Francisco treat. <laughs> All right, what other shows? Uh, the other show that they have announced, I'm even more thrilled about this one. I mean, at least <laughs> at least the other one had the Falcon, who's good. I like I like Anthony Mackie. He's good. Sebastian Stan, not so much. He gets sucked uh, by balls. Yeah, agreed. This one. Maybe you'll like it because it might have bow and arrows and fucking no skateboards. But, yep, they're giving Hawkeye his own show <laughs> where he will be passing down the mantle of Hawkeye to Kate Bishop, the fucking teenage girl Hawkeye that they've introduced in the comics lately. Your favorite. Oh, boy. <clears throat> I love when they do that. <laughs> So with no one show Kevin's not going to watch Perfect I mean I'll have to watch it I guess No but... you don't you're going <laughs> to give him your money It's only six ninety nine. They announced the price point finally So damn take that Netflix That's pretty great I'll probably it's end actually up getting pretty good Disney price. But I'm definitely not going to watch Any of those shows Not a single one of them <laughs> I was thinking about getting DC Universe Online Or whatever the hell it's called That's only like Four ninety nine or something or five ninety nine. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, 
Does it have like all the uh, all the animated series and stuff and all the movies on there? It does. Ooh, man, I, I don't would know. Imagine it, it does. It has all of the animated movies that I've seen so far, or at least most mm-hmm. of them. I mean, it's got even like the Mask of the Phantasm and a lot of that stuff. That's um, good. I don't know about the series. I know I looked at a huge list, and I mean, when I say huge, it's a freaking huge list of stuff that's on there. <laughs> I mean, it does have. I don't know if it's got any of like the main DC movies, like the ones that have just come out hmm. recently yet. Um. Maybe there's one or two. You're not of missing them. much there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sure they did that for a reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for them, I don't. I'm sure that there's some a few TV series on there. Of course, then they got all the live action stuff like Doom Patrols on there, which I've heard okay things about. Teen Titans, which I completely despised, but I've heard amazing things about for some damn reason. <laughs> I don't believe any of those things. <laughs> um, so I don't know. They keep putting more and more stuff out. I'm interested to know how long they can keep it up because you've got Marvel who's attached to Disney and Disney's farting out a huge, a huge, huge push. Cause obviously yeah. it's not just Marvel. It's all the Disney stuff and all yep. the Marvel stuff and probably all Star Wars stuff. And basically anything yep. that Fox probably had will probably be on there. Yeah. So, they've already announced it's going to have all 30 seasons of the Simpsons on there. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty crazy. They have Fox now. Yep. So I'm I'm interested in seeing how long DC can keep it up because I don't I don't know unless unless they decided to just team up with Warner Brothers and then they fart out a Warner Brothers thing and then it's like oh okay. yeah that would make more sense to me you might as well do that at least you know Warner Brothers has some bigger things you can get all the you know I guess Warner Brothers cartoons and stuff yeah uh, they did Harry Potter so they could get the Harry Potter movies exactly. on there I'm sure just a want lot those. more under that umbrella opposed to just the DC uh, universe. So we'll see how it goes. I doubt it's, I, I don't think it's going to have the legs. And even though I wish it did, it's just, you, you've got one branch off a huge tree that really should have been the whole tree really. So I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The, it's all about having a big selection rather than just a very specific, you know, minor selection. Right. <laughs> Although I did hear, doesn't that DC app come with like access to like a whole archive of like comics? Comics, as well? it does. Yes, there yeah. is a ton of comics and graphic novels and stuff that you could uh, access through DC Universe as well. So that's cool. That's something. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So wouldn't hate that. Nah, brah, <laughs> nah. All right, what other news <laughs> do we got? Oh, uh, well, I guess Friday the uh, the big Star Wars Episode Nine trailer dropped. It did. <laughs> Kevin's very Did excited. Did you care about this at all? When I saw it, I didn't care about it at all. I don't <laughs> I've I've completely have lost all faith in Star Wars. Now granted, I I guess yeah. in a in a weird way, I'm gonna have to be like you and I'll probably still end up watching this one in theaters, which is really hurtful. <laughs> but I've seen every single one of these damn Star Wars movies since I've been alive in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I I can't well besides the main Star Wars movies not yeah. the ass ones <laughs> not solo <laughs> I mean I did see Rogue Nation or Rogue whatever the hell it's called and that was pretty good um well it was actually pretty it was interesting I, I hated liked, that movie I like the ending of <laughs> Vader that's the only good part of that movie I like that there yeah. was some kind of like tie in between three and four I'm okay with it but it was just so boring and I didn't realize any I still don't know any of the goddamn characters names in that movie no not a single and yet one. they're giving one of them a, a show on Disney plus why so they nobody can, wants that I hope the name of the show is the character one of those characters names because then I'll remember <laughs> it maybe her name was her name was onion 
Oh, <laughs> how did I not remember that her name was Onion? <laughs> I'm so stupid sometimes. Onion makes you cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did watch it. Um, they just kind of, just kind of uh, shit out a whole spoiler right in the, the that subtitle, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's weird. I wonder what that's all about. Does that mean that Ray officially is a Skywalker then? Probably. Or is it going to be that fucking Ben, you know, Kylo Ren now is going to be, he's going to redeem himself and become, you know, a Jedi again or something. But I don't want that because then you're just ripping off Return of the Jedi again. Which is the same thing the Force Awakens did where just like fucking let's do exactly the same thing as a new hope. I don't think there's so any winning have... for the Star Wars franchise because they did Force no. Awakens, which was identical to uh, a new hope, which is I still don't mind a Force Awakens that much. I did not mind it that much, even though it is blatant copy of it. Yeah, it was it was OK. It was tolerable to me. And then I'm assuming everybody said, hey. You've kind of uh, you kind of just copying off that first movie. Why don't you try to do something different? They couldn't even completely do that, com- you know, to the fullest extent. But then they farted out the Last Jedi. <laughs> God damn it! God damn that movie is the worst movie ever. That movie <laughs> is by far the worst movie in all of the in all of the Star Wars. And there's no convincing me wow. otherwise. No convincing <laughs> me otherwise. I found zero enjoyment in that movie. I was so angry. Hmm. None. Yeah, it's it's definitely real bad. I don't know if I'd put it dead last, but dead fucking man, last by a mile. It's real bad. There's no way <laughs> no giant starship will ever catch up to that one. Just like I watched in that <laughs> shitty ass movie. Or why they parked so fucking far away from the gates. Or why there wasn't a single lightsaber battle in the movie called The Last Jedi. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Good work, Star Wars. You've really done it again. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty brutal. And that whole Canto bite thing where they went to the casino planet, like, oh, God. That could have been left out entirely. Or yeah. how Rose fell in Finn, love with the black Finn boy and Rose. in less yeah, just a few hours. <laughs> that was so dumb. All of it was just terrible. God, I hated that movie. That movie was – a lot of people will say, no, Phantom Menace is the worst. I found enjoyment in the Phantom Menace. I love the lightsaber battles <laughs> in the Phantom Menace. I like yeah, the podcast scene in the, uh, the Phantom Menace. Now, Revenge of the Sith, that's a really bad movie as well. <laughs> but at least it had General Grievous in there. and he. Revenge had, of the Sith is better than what was the uh, Attack of the Clones. Or the Clone Wars. Was it called Attack of the Clones? <laughs> the second one. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. Man, I thought it was called Clone Wars, but you are correct. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's probably, I don't know if that's the worst of the prequels, but it's pretty bad. That and Phantom Menace are both bad, but I yeah, they might be better than Last Attack Jedi. of the Clones because I don't remember <laughs> at all. That one <laughs> could be one terrible. just talking about how much he hates sand. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good, good, good. That's where we went with that one. I'm glad. <laughs> It might be right oh, there with God. it. Maybe I can find a redeeming quality in that movie just so I could say, nah, it inches. It inches its way from uh, The Last Jedi. <laughs> just inches just a little bit. I know it at least has a lightsaber fight, so yep. in that regard. <laughs> and it didn't even need to be because it's called Attack of the Clones. But in a movie called The Last Jedi, you'd think there'd be at least one lightsaber battle. But no. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, Kylo Ren and Rey both had lightsabers, and they were fighting guards. But there was no lightsaber battle. No. 
<laughs> no, like, it was such a missed opportunity for Luke to really like you can finally see what a powerful Jedi Luke has become. And instead, just no, <laughs> he's just a cranky old man the entire time. Or really get the, the greatest size. scoop on Snoke. Like, wow, what a mysterious figure. Oh, he <laughs> died immediately because yep. because Kylo Ren spun a lightsaber on a coaster. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just so confused of what this movie was trying to be. <laughs> What a, what I wouldn't have minded show. him killing him. It's just the fact that they never set him up as a character or did anything to say who he was. And now I guess we're just bringing back the Emperor. So forget about Snoke altogether because <laughs> the Emperor is back, which I'm not against bringing the Emperor back. But it seems pretty dumb to wait till the third movie <laughs> to be like, oh, he's back. He's not going to get a whole lot of screen time, I'm guessing, or much explanation as to why he's back. So... They're bringing you Lando back. It? That's neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. They probably should have done that a little bit sooner. <laughs> I saw somebody meme this on uh, the Facebook where, I guess in the Solo movie, they said that Lando said, trust me, I'm going to get my ship back. And in this movie, he's <laughs> flying it. So that's kind of funny, I suppose. Yeah. Because like Han said, like Han said uh, over my dead body. <laughs> oh. And now he's flying it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of great. <laughs> oh, that's right. You saw the Solo movie. Yeah, I don't even remember if that was in the movie, but somebody did that on the meme, at least. <laughs> yeah, I like That's memes. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, that movie wasn't good either. I, honestly, none of these new Star Wars movies have been very good to me, so I can't really get excited about this one either. No, nope. because <laughs> I'm sure it's just going to somebody put like uh, a meme the other day of like Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown and be like, no, I swear this movie, this Star Wars movie is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great yep that's what it feels like <laughs> yeah i do Not like this teaser trailer anymore. it was just a just a shot of ray standing there in a desert for a whole minute of the two minutes that we got to see so that was interesting <laughs> yep. it's good <laughs> that's what i call quality filmsmanship <laughs> <laughs> thank you ray for standing so intensely in the middle of the desert <laughs> I'm sure you're just going to continue to be way too powerful with no training or any reason for you to be this powerful. Kevin, it's because she's a female. That's why. <laughs> of course. They're just better at the force. God, don't be so sexist. God, that makes me cringe so hard. I'm just so angry with that comment right now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, they're really they're trying to ruin this whole franchise and run it into the ground. I like that Leia's in here somehow. I wonder if they like did it was like CGI or they started filming some of it while she was still alive, even though I heard that that wasn't the case. I so. heard that there was a couple of like deleted scenes from, you know, Last Jedi that did, didn't get used, that they're kind of repurposing that footage. <laughs> so nice. I don't know how well that's going to work out, but. I just it seems wish, like it's I just you wish, can't really have a good arc with, you know, some cut footage. You just can't tell me that any other film is worse than Superman Leia. <laughs> <laughs> The movie's just shit. The movie's fucking awful. It's the worst movie of its kind. And I don't understand why people say that that's a good movie. Or people even go back and say, no, it wasn't that bad. Go back and watch that movie again. I'll promise you, you'll be fucking pissed off that you just wasted another two hours of your life. 
it seems like most people are on that train. Like it's very divided, I guess, very divisive movie, I guess, but it seems like more people than not hate it. <laughs> it's true. I think that that is the case, but it is still so shocking to me that there's still and anybody probably, likes it. Yeah. Because I remember walking out of the theater <laughs> or even like that day, listening to root views and people being like, no, it wasn't that bad. It was a pretty good movie. Are you drugged? <laughs> But at least we got to see Luke sucking on some teat and getting some blue milk. Yeah, another thing I absolutely hated out of that movie. <laughs> I like that scene because it was just so weird. He was just looking back at the camera like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm into now. <laughs> I got milk in my beard. My homeless man beard. I hate it. I hate it and I hate it now. I hate everything about it. <laughs> Uh, all right other news anything else uh no not really <laughs> katana's been confirmed in mortal Kombat. oh i she did see that there. yep she will be there so we've got i figured that. they couldn't leave her out uh it's true more females just reptile cast. not bad yeah it's crazy <laughs> reptile seems to be gone but i wonder if they'll have any more uh uh reveals just before next weekend we'll see I bet there'll be one more, whether it be a new character or a character everybody loves, which I don't know who they would even put because it seems like they got everybody in there. So we'll see. But yeah, well, I don't know. I'm excited, though, to see what other stuff may or may not happen with Mortal Kombat because that just means when I get the stuff later on, when it's only like 15 or $20, I'll have all that good, mm-hmm. that good, good, that good, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That good, good stuff. I did see on Borderlands 3, because I was playing some Borderlands yesterday and out of my extreme boredom. And um, <laughs> uh, on the main screen, they have they just plastered Borderlands 3 all over the Borderlands 2 screen somehow. <laughs> so, like, they've updated <laughs> it and just, like, boom, pre-ordered Borderlands 3. And I was like, well, let me see. I, I didn't see the prices or anything, but I saw that they're doing what most games do nowadays, like three different packages so you can just buy the just buy the game for probably $60 and it includes a bunch of stuff for pre-ordering of course. Um, or you could buy the deluxe, I think is what it is. I'm pretty sure it's the deluxe, which comes with, Oh no, no, no. The first one's just the game. The deluxe comes with a bunch of like extra stuff. And then there's one other tier. I can't remember like the champion tier or whatever the hell it's called that comes with all of the season pass. Uh, there's going to be like three or four DLCs. It looks like, which is pretty insane. Um, but a bunch of extra stuff for just getting this, which is pretty great because they got the uh, butt stallion stuff that's in there from like what Handsome <laughs> Jack always calls. And, uh, you may remember no. but, butt stallion because <laughs> Handsome Jack calls you butt stallion right in the beginning of Handsome or uh, in Borderlands Two, and I love that whole that whole thing. Or he doesn't call you butt stallion; <laughs> he just has a butt stallion. But anyways, you get a bunch He's of like, butt stallion it's stuff. It's like a gay Apollo Creed. Yeah. Come here, butt stallion. <laughs> it's so great. Um, but yeah, I don't know how much any of it is. I'm probably going to go all the way in, though, just because I know that I'm going to get the game, so I might as well go all in because I definitely yeah. want the DLC. Um, the DLC is some of the best parts in most of the games anyways. Um, what is it? Is it like new characters or new guns? I don't know, actually. Um, they're being very <laughs> hush-hush because they just released the first trailer on it just a few weeks ago, so... I'm sure more will be revealed as we get closer and closer to the date. Um, 
and maybe not even revealed at all until after the game already comes out because uh, mm. I'm sure that they're still working on the game currently. And then just like they did with the other games, then they start pushing more uh, on the actual DLC itself. So it's just like, oh, why didn't you just include it? Because we're not done with it yet. We're trying to give you this full game first and then we'll finish up the DLC. So um, I'm assuming that's what they'll do. I'm hoping there's some more characters. I love it when they put more characters in. Um, but yeah. Definitely really cool. Yeah. I'm excited to play this game. Um, I don't know who I want to be yes. yet. I'm either going to be this the soldier looking dude, or maybe the, uh, this robot guy looks pretty cool. Oh, so, like robots? I know they're sexual. <laughs> They've got vibration settings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Borderlands Three news, I suppose. Um, I think that's it on our news. It's... Oh, very nice, very nice. I like these new news things. I gotta learn more stuff throughout <laughs> the week so I can poop it out more. And not so much news, but reviews. I uh, I did see the new Hellboy this week. Yeah, <laughs> I was the sucker. I heard this movie is tanking, <laughs> tanking really bad. Yeah, I can see, I can see that being the case. I think it got like a nine percent on like Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty good, <laughs> which is kind of unfair because. It's not good by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not like, you know, oh, this is the worst movie ever made. It's just that I could see why no critics basically would give it a a thumbs up (laughs) because I can't see anyone thinking it's actually good, but it's not, you know, not like it's the worst movie ever made. I heard that this movie should have been more I guess towards like the the streaming services as if it it did not have the budget to be a big screen movie. Because the CGI and it's really bad in some portions. Oh, it was so brutal. Like, pretty much all of the CGI was just terrible. <laughs> there were, like, giants that just looked fucking dumb as fuck. There's, like, this, like, Puma man who just, like, was a complete cartoon. Like, all of it was just, ugh. <laughs> but then there would be, like, a character like this Baba Yaga who was all, like, you know, practical makeup effects. And she looked cool as hell. <laughs> I was like, man, you should have just done more of this or got a bigger budget for the CGI because that looked cool. Yeah, I I will always stick with practical effects over CGI. That's why I like the Golden Army so much from the Hellboy series, because that movie, maybe not the greatest movie of all time, but damn, those practical effects are so good. Like some of those costumes (laughs) were so cool and so unique and so awesome how they did them. And they didn't do that much CGI in that movie. I mean, besides the Golden Army that didn't look that amazing but um man man those costumes look so cool for some of those monsters i really really like yeah how they did all that but yeah that's what you get that's what you get for making unrealistic stuff try to look real <laughs> especially without the budget to do so yeah it was uh pretty brutal and like the weird thing was they decided to you know get rid of ron perlman and do this whole reboot but then this movie takes place clearly well into him being hellboy and there's all kind of villains that just pop up for a couple of scenes that have like history with hellboy apparently and they have want revenge for something or other it's like well what the fuck is going on here you're throwing like a whole season's worth of like villains and fucking shit into one two-hour movie and it doesn't feel very you know satisfying or you know compelling when you're just like i don't know what the hell's going on 
Mm-hmm. Everything everyone says is just exposition. There's no like actual character growth or anything. It's just trying to explain who all these people are and what the fuck's going on. I love exposition, <laughs> especially when they do it wrong. Like, yes, Hellboy, it is I, Thumbboy. <laughs> you know me <laughs> from when we used to have those crazy thumb wars back when we were in third grade. You know that time <laughs> when you decided to do a thumb war with your big Rocky Boy hand and it broke my thumb. <laughs> That's where I got my name, remember? <laughs> Exposition. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> it's like you wrote Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> which apparently had like 19 producers, which is never a good sign. <laughs> that everybody just wants to put their two cents in, and it comes out like this, where it's just a muddled fucking weird mess. Produced by Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> It's not good. We got the whole damn Marvel cast producing this one. It's probably the DC <laughs> cast. Why it's probably just terrible CGI. <laughs> I will say it did have some cool, uh, gory bits where they'd just be monsters like straight up murdering people. That were those were pretty cool, even though they looked fucking cartoony and stupid. I heard it was but... over the top gory. Like it was like scenes where it's just like when they would do like gory stuff and you're just like are you just trying to earn the rated r or like what what is the point of it being so bad now granted i like gory stuff but like two of the reviews that i watched because i watched both angry joe and jeremy johnson they both said it was just gory just to be gory it made no sense for any of that to happen <laughs> yeah but then there was like true. one scene that it was pretty cool i guess like a bullet in the head kind of thing uh jeremy johns was saying like it would have been better if the gory was like more like an artistic thing because of mm-hmm. the bullet in the head, because you're watching the bullet enter the head and you're going through the head or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. And he's like, that was really cool because it was like more of an artsy take on a gory thing. But just gory to be gory just didn't make a lot of sense for this movie. I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. But at the same time, I don't mind gore. So that's true. <laughs> I was okay with it. I'm good Like there's just too. monsters tearing people apart. Like this monster had like weird pointy like stick legs so he was just kind of walking through the city and as, as he did he would like step on people and they would like get impaled on his legs and so he would keep walking with these people impaled all over his legs and I'm like ah oh, that's kind of cool and creative that is pretty cool <laughs> i wish they actually you know had something to do with this movie but <laughs> now how was mila jaholova javacic with her crazy <laughs> pointy nipples ah uh, she was fine uh, her character was stupid, but her acting wasn't, you know, bad. That's good. It was nice to see her again, I guess. But the character, I mean, didn't have anything to fucking do. <laughs> Perfect. It was a pretty lame character other than being separated into pieces for a lot of it and having to get sewn back together. Nice. That was her, that was her arc, basically. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, there's all kind of stuff with King Arthur and all this crazy shit and just like. King Arthur, They're what throwing the everything at this? <laughs> yeah, apparently Hellboy's uh, like is kind of the descendant of King Arthur. Nope. <laughs> like uh, his great, you know, King Arthur's great, 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 great granddaughter fell in love with a demon and went down to hell to be with that demon, and they got pregnant, and that's Hellboy. So he's got a human mother who was King Arthur's descendant. <laughs> So he can wield Excalibur. <laughs> so what other news do we have this week? <laughs> That's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's not terrible news. 
please, somebody <laughs> give it to me. Oh, I've got something interesting. And I should have looked this up before because now I'm going to make a bunch of clicking sounds. But apparently Mega Man's got a new TV show coming out. Do you know what? anything about this? Yeah, okay. Is it a cartoon or live action? I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> Oops. This isn't that terrible looking one that they announced like a year ago, is it? It is. Oh, yeah, I don't want Maybe don't it's already that. out. <laughs> First episode. Oh, yeah, it already came out apparently August of last year. It's weird because I went to, uh, oh, man, what is that movie? Or that uh, Geek Geek Store, whatever the hell it's called. Oh, <laughs> Think Geek. Uh, shit. Think yeah, Geek. that's it. Um, in the mall yesterday, and they were they had a whole bunch of these, like, Mega Man fully charged, uh, like, toys and stuff and i was like what the fuck is this and then i saw the the cartoon network logo and i was like oh yeah i kind of vaguely remember there being an announcement so i assumed it was coming out but apparently according to the internet it had already come out and probably took a shit on everybody <laughs> that sounds about right judging by the way it looked i can't imagine it ever being anything decent they did have a cool mega man fully charged blaster there um and that was pretty cool. And then they also uh-huh. had a couple of the Mega Man fully charged toys, which looked okay, but <laughs> Mega Man looked weird. It looks like a, a combination between Mega Man and Mega Man X. So Yeah, I could see that. I wasn't all for it. Don't give me a Wombo Com. You just give me the regular stuff, please. Thank you. Yeah. Give me Do one the, uh, or Robot the other. Masters and the other toys look like the actual things? From or what? Or do they look all weird? The toys look like they do. Uh, like, Drill Man looked like Drill Man. At least the toys did. I don't know what it looked like on the cartoon. I would imagine probably fairly similar. Um, yeah. There was Drill Man and then I think Fireman, maybe? Oh, no, it was Guts Man. Guts Man looked really different. Uh, it did not look like the normal Guts really? Man. Yeah, it looked kind of strange <laughs> to me. Um, oh, no. Just different, like, color scheme and something i don't know uh but looking at like the google uh fireman looks just like fireman and then drill man looks like drill man and then here's that guts man that doesn't look that great so i don't know who cares yeah this art style is just not appealing no it hurts my brain eyes yeah it looks like mega man made for like three-year-olds now mega man <laughs> it looks like he's gonna go dorix the explorer and be like can you see my health pack good job <laughs> Now count to three with me, but in cyber code. Zero one 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 zero one zero zero one one zero one. One zero one 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 zero one one zero zero one. And one 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 zero one one zero one. Good job, we counted to three. Oh God. In binary. Alrighty, so I guess we'll get on to this week's movie review with Parabenamoral Activity 3. First, I need to ask you this question. Actually, I get <laughs> These questions three. Yes. Uh, uh, compared to the other two, where does this one fall? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's also not, not good. <laughs> I'll say that right up front. Uh, it, it's still making me angry because I'm just like, why? Why is this so long? I feel like I have to sit here for four hours, but it's only been like an hour and a half. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I guess it's better than two. Um, can't really. I guess it's 
between two and one. Yeah, I would say that this is where this falls. This is definitely better than two. This one, even rewatching it, there was a few scenes that's just like, huh. like I watched this late <laughs> on Friday night. Yeah, because I wanted to get some. What did I get? Oh, I got some Taco Bell, I think, or something. But oh, I, I yeah. wanted to get some food and watch a movie. I was like, fuck, I need to watch Paranormal Activity 3. So I was like, all right. So I watched it late at night, and I ended up finishing it about 11, 11.30. I was like, fuck, I need to watch something else before I go to bed. I can't go to bed just with this <laughs> being the last thing in my head. Get, wow. See, me to me, this is like perfect watching it as you're trying to fall asleep material <laughs> because it would very easily make me go to bed and make me fall asleep. There's some good scenes in this movie. Some good ones. I like the, <laughs> I like the new guy. I think his name's Dennis in this one. I like him better than Mika and definitely way better than the father in the third or second one. <laughs> um, At least the father had jokes, I guess. Although, Oh my God. Like it, it's really straining credibility that this is the third movie where everyone's first reaction to ghost happenings is to always grab the fucking camera, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. back in like the nineties or the eighties, whenever this was eighties, <laughs> 88, I yeah. believe that like your first instinct at every moment is grab the camera. <laughs> You're really stretching the premise here. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Now, granted, we're going to have to step out of reality for a second because there wouldn't be a movie if they didn't grab the camera. <laughs> It'd be like like the scene where they go into the bathroom to do the whole Bloody Mary thing and they don't grab the camera. And you're just mm-hmm. – the camera's outside of the room. And you're like, what are they doing in there? Why didn't they bring the camera <laughs> in with them? I'm just so angry that they left it out. But no, yep. they brought it in, thankfully. So it just continues the movie on and we get to see the crazy stuff that kind of happens in there. But granted – Wouldn't mind seeing the crazy stuff that happened outside. That would have been kind of neat. That would have been kind of neat. I think out of all these movies, you're probably going to like the last one the most. And I'll tell you why. Because that one's Because there's answers? (laughs) Because, hmm, are there answers? (laughs) Boy, probably not. But (laughs) the the last one's called The Ghost Dimension, and they have some weird, like, Boy, this is going to sound stupid when I talk about it. But they got like a filter <laughs> for the camera that allows you to see the ghost. <laughs> oh, so, all right. So I think you'll like that one because I know that you hate using your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and this one allows you to not have to use that as much. So uh, I think out of all of them, you'll probably like that one the most. But okay. Uh, yeah. If only we could skip ahead. <laughs> here's here's my biggest problem with this movie we're kind of going to address the end here but all the spoilers spoilers was talking about the uh there's this fire that happened when we were kids and there is no fire this movie ends before they get to the fucking fire (laughs) i have said this from the very beginning of this entire fucking like ever since i've seen this movie i got so goddamn angry so angry (laughs) that this movie did not end in a fire I do not understand why there was no fucking fire. Now, granted, I'm assuming that the cult probably lit the place on fire. Okay, good, great, grand. But how would the kids even know that? I don't even know how they would know that. I'm so angry that this movie did not end in a fucking blaze. Yeah, you've been building it up this whole time. This is like being like, uh, like we did the Star Wars prequels, but we ended at Attack of the Clones. It's like, we're not going to ever see him become Darth Vader? No, no. (laughs) Why bother? (laughs) Yeah. We showed you the important part, like him being a little kid. 
That that's not that cool. <laughs> this is the last prequel, thankfully, of the series. <laughs> As they <laughs> they like to go backwards. It should have been yeah. this one should have been technically one, but who who cares? But <laughs> yeah, basically uh, this is the last prequel, and then we go finally to modern times, and then another modern times, and then another modern times on the sixth episode. So it all <laughs> kind of goes times. in an upward fashion after this movie. Well, technically after the first movie. Um, but yeah, I, 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 um, <laughs> I like this movie way more than the first or the second one. I and it's really close to the first one for me. This one scares me. Like I said, this one was geared towards using a few more jump scares in the movie, which I know you said you do not like, but this one kind of kept you on the edge of your seat, even though you probably can kind of see them coming at most yes. times. <laughs> Absolutely. But the part when she's in that closet, I didn't see that coming, dude. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> I saw it coming this time because I knew it was coming, but that originally I had no idea. I had no idea what I was in for. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you maybe not didn't know that she was going to end up in the closet, but you could tell this is where they're going to do something. Yeah, this is where they're going to throw something at you. Yeah, so I just didn't how realize are you not it was prepared her. for that. I didn't realize it was her, and I didn't know when it was going to happen. So it's just, it's just it always <laughs> keeps me on the edge of my seat. I'm just always so scared, Kevin. I'm always so scared. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, the premise of this movie is uh, we go back to 1988, but before we even get there, they show. <laughs> One of the worst things ever. So they kind of go on and on about – actually, we'll just go. So the beginning of the movie basically starts off in the second movie uh, where Katie comes over to Christy's house because this time I believe her name is Christy instead of Kirsty. I have no idea anymore. (laughs) Um, They go to Christy's house and she's dropping off some tapes because she doesn't really have room in Micah's place because she's just about to move into Micah's new – or into Micah's house. So they bring over these old VHS tapes and put them down in Christie's basement, and they start to have a, a debacle. Now, the thing that really kind of uh, doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Now, this is before Hunter was born. All right, this is kind mm-hmm. of important because now after Hunter's born, they do the whole Christie gets robbed again. But then the father goes down to the basement. And he's like, "Oh, it looks like the only thing that's missing is the Katie's tapes." <laughs> as if that's a memorable thing to have in your basement was katie's tapes after however long that that was that she left those tapes there but he had a permanent inventory in his brain like yeah no there's christmas tree christmas ornaments halloween decoration no katie's tapes that was right between halloween decorations and christmas ornaments that's where i put them so then for some reason these are alphabetical (laughs) Katie's tapes was next. <laughs> it's just unbelievable <laughs> that he says that. And then we go from there to 1988, which is even a bigger Although, wait, question. First, the, uh, this whole opening scene annoyed the piss out of me because despite the fact that they weren't saying anything funny, they were all laughing hysterically like someone had said pussy. <laughs> At which part? It was just constant giggling and laughing the whole time when Katie came over and they were showing that whole thing with them, putting the tapes in the basement. Like, they were just laughing their heads off at nothing. Hmm. I didn't even catch that. I didn't even Oh, really it drove it. me nuts. I mean, I think I really hated that whole Elijah board part in that second movie, but man, oh man, I didn't catch it this time. But the thing that boggles my mind the most, the thing that just kind of grinds my gears, is this one starts <laughs> off in 1988. 
Yeah. Who got these goddamn tapes? They were missing from the basement. <laughs> Who's reviewing these tapes? Was this after mm-hmm. the fact? Did they reappear after Christy Christy like died? Like what happened? I don't understand how these tapes reappeared so somebody can edit them down to watch this crazy movie. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Somehow Yeah. Somehow they did. Don't know. And how. they found them in just the right order, apparently, where they found the Katie tape first, and then they found the Christie tape, and now they found these older tapes. Like uh huh. That sounds awfully convenient, especially since you had clips from Katie and Christy that you didn't put in the other one, but you just put in this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Also, the uh, all this once we get back to 1988, this is all supposedly taking place with a V, you know, old school VHS camera that apparently shoots in HD. <laughs> mm hmm. That didn't look anything like old VHS tape. Me and you have seen plenty of those. Did this look anything like a VHS tape to you? Or everybody was perfectly mic'd at all times. <laughs> we would make VHS tapes outside, like, fucking doing shit. Like, you would sound like you're far away from the microphone. <laughs> because they weren't that good. And now, with all of that said, we move into 1988, where we we see... Uh, it looks like somebody's birthday party, probably Katie's. I can't remember. And, uh, there's a guy named Dennis who's the boyfriend to the mother of the two. Her name is Julie. And then of course the, basically the story revolves around Christy and Katie, mainly Christy though. And this is the younger one, the one, the second movie was based off of. Um, a grandma is also at this party who apparently is made of wax. <laughs> as soon as they showed her, I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> <laughs> she does look like she does look like she escaped the wax museum. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically uh, uh, we were the movies revolved around those four characters. Now, there is the grandmother who shows up from time to time. And then also Dennis's friend. God, I don't remember. Randy, I think maybe. Yeah, I think that's his name, and he Sounds shows up from right. time to time. Um, but basic- was, like, what? How was he connected to this? Is that his brother or just his friend or his assistant? I couldn't tell what the fuck. I think he it's was an assistant slash friend. It seems like because Dennis runs uh, basically uh, his own business, filming weddings, and that's why that that's the movie's way of explaining why he's got all this camera equipment and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just co- conveniently. Um, and his friend or buddy or whatever is assistant partner. Uh, his name is Randy, who also has a bunch of recording equipment and stuff like that. Um, Julie has a bunch of money. Don't know why. Don't know how doesn't, I don't even think she has a job, but she's got a bunch of money. Maybe it was an inheritance. Maybe the father died. I have no idea. I don't know anything about the father. Um, but he's gone. He's out of the picture. Uh, we don't know anything about him. Um, and then we got the two girls. That's it. So, um, for the first time ever, <laughs> for the first time ever, they decide to say yes to making a sex tape out of, out of three movies. <laughs> we finally got a yes. I will say, yes, I will say this chick reminds me so much of Zoe Deschanel. So it will be almost impossible <laughs> for her to be beaten off the list of cutie magoos in all of these series because wow. man, oh man, she looks like 80 Zoe Deschanel and oh my bejesus. She kind of does, yeah. When she said yes, with 80s hair. I said yes. (laughs) I would have said that yet, yes, but I knew some way or another they were not going to do it. Well, yeah, (laughs) they were not actually going to show anything. 
That's true. You do see some groping and you see some a lot of macking, but that's about it. And then earthquake yeah. happens, um, which of of course just disturbs everybody and and, and even me. It disturbs me. <laughs> it breaks his boner. Yeah, all that rumbling. Um, but during this portion of the earthquake, they run out of the room to go see if the girls are there, and of course they're filming this because they're filming a sex scene. Um, <laughs> uh, dust falls onto the room. From like the roof or something, I don't really know the ceiling. I don't know where this dust comes from, but it falls <laughs> onto uh, some kind of an invisible figure, and then he kind of moves forward, and the dust falls down the remainder of the way. Um, I thought this scene was cool. I like the idea of this. I don't understand where the dust came from because it's not like they had a giant crack in the ceiling afterward. Maybe they did. I mean, I'm glad they didn't film everything. And I do, I did notice in this movie they do a lot more jump cuts than they mm-hmm. did in the other movies. So it's like they've almost like cut out all the stuff that was unnecessary for the most part. There's like, oh, I don't need all this extra stuff being said. Well, they didn't do that in this one. They just went pop. They they cut it off almost <laughs> too early to where it's just like, you almost got me interested in whatever stupid conversation was going to happen next. And then you just jump cut through it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're done with it. <laughs> I got to say, maybe my eyes are just bad, but half the time they would be like, oh, look at this. Do you see the dust making this figure? I was like... No, <laughs> I can't see anything happening there. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Now, I saw it on my TV. I mean, because uh, I, I mean, vaguely, I remember it happening from when I saw it in the theaters. But I definitely remember uh, I, you could definitely see something where the dust is just like settling in like the midair. And then as soon as it moves forward, it drops to the ground. It's like, oh, yeah, that scene was pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> but. Yeah, so that happened. So after that... <laughs> which he immediately decides to show this sex tape to his buddy, which doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there wasn't really any sex going on. He was mainly just trying to show his buddy the dust thing, um, and I think he only catches, like, the end of their sex capades, and <laughs> he's like, oh, is that Julie? Oh, um, so... <laughs> Uh, it could have been you playing this part. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been me. Um, but yeah, basically, we see uh, we see the two of them, uh, Randy and Dennis, looking at this tape. One thing I do want to say, I'll give this movie credit, Kevin. They must have listened to us from the second movie because, boy, oh, boy, do they go back and watch a lot of the stuff. A yeah, lot of the true. stuff. Almost at least time. the guy does. Yeah. The mom, not so much. Yeah, well, she doesn't care But about I've got it. proof. Just watch this tape. No, no. You shut up about this stuff right now. But seriously, just watch this tape. No, no. I don't have 30 seconds. I've got no job to get to. I do find it interesting as well that I'm kind of glad that this movie was the third one because then you also get a little bit more backwards exposition because there was this part where the grandmother or the mother of the Julie shows up and they're talking about, uh, you know, uh, the house and Dennis and stuff like that. And basically it, jump cuts to them well no i don't want to get pregnant again i'm happy with the two girls and the mother's like oh but you've always wanted a son so you kind of get that reasoning like oh there's something going on here she was supposed to have a son but it seems like that never happened which means it has to skip to somebody which then you know we we get more of that with christy and the Mm -hmm. uh some of the the conversations later but um it makes it makes the second movie make a little bit more sense I still don't like any of the damn story, but at least some things are <laughs> tying in together somehow. And it's like closing some of these loopholes that are showing up. So it's like, okay, I, I, I'm following. I get you, movie. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do here. Yeah. Um, so 
basically the movie then after that kind of starts to ramp up because Dennis starts placing cameras uh, in places and stuff like that. And they're just static cameras at this point, uh, which means they're just looking at one portion of the room. Uh, he's got one, I believe, in his room, one in the kitchen, I believe, or maybe the living room or somewhere, and then one yeah. in the kid's room for sure. Um, some crazy stuff kind of happens where, like, Christy keeps waking up. Oh, I should also state that Christy's got this invisible friend named Toby. <laughs> we get to learn the creature's name in this movie. What do you think about the yeah. name Toby? <laughs> I thought it was a good revelation that apparently the whole uh, whole reason this demon is so angry is because they kept calling him by his slave name, <laughs> when really his name is Quinta Quinte. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. No wonder he's pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I've never put that together, but I'm so happy that that happened. <laughs> now we know the rest of the story. <laughs> All right. So now at this point, Christy keeps waking up in the middle of the night and almost like playing along with this Toby thing. Um, uh, and it's kind of weird and stuff like that. It's hard to explain all the weird things because I can't remember them all in order of what happens first or whatnot. It doesn't really show, and this is like the first movie, it doesn't really show like closing doors, like just slightly creaking or like the, the, the blanket kind of just slowly rising up and stuff like that. It, this one's more abrupt. There's a lot of like bigger things happening where either Christy wakes up in the middle of the night and is just talking to somebody who's clearly talking back to her. Like they're having a conversation in places and then they, they just kind of leave it at that. Or like, or like Toby grabs her sister's hair and picks her up off the ground. So there's like these bigger these bigger things that are happening, which is pretty intense. Yeah, but other than the one scene where the I think it was Christy was just kind of standing at the door all night doing the the Katie move from the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is a lot more, I guess, jump scary and in, in your face. Yeah, it, it is bigger events rather than the sheets moving or. Baby powder footprints. Um, it, yeah, <laughs> it's more in your face. Um, but yeah, I uh, I like that. What did you think about that? Instead of just the slow build, it's just basically the build. Uh, I mean, it's still a slow build. I would say <laughs> where most of the things like aren't still that great until the end. Like you know, like the babysitter's there, and like the sheet pops up behind her, but she doesn't even notice. So <laughs> it's like, well, that's not that you know. Intense. I'll tell you who noticed. I guess the the me. demon tries to grab her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. That happens. That she noticed. She definitely noticed that, but she, she didn't want to tell his anybody. First base. I would have absolutely have told anybody. Like, hey, I probably would have. Like, man, what would I have done? Because this is the '80s, so it's not like I can just call people. Um, I guess <laughs> you can call the Ghostbusters. They were still around. <laughs> that's true. I think <laughs> I don't know what exactly I would have done. I would have definitely probably done what she kind of did, which is wait in the living room where I, I think it's safe. But as soon as those people came home, I would have immediately said something like, hey, you got some spookies in there. You got a couple sp- yeah. some spookies up in that room. Especially since she like said hi to the camera at one point. So she knows that this is all being recorded yep, and exactly. he could just go back and watch the tape. Yep. And he does anyways, which is cool. Like I said, that they do this a lot in the movie where he'd notice that there was something weird or off going on with her. So they go back and watch the tape and note, he notices the sheet thing, which I'm not going to lie, man. 
that still gives me chill. I got goosebumps right now. <laughs> I got goosebumps right now just thinking about it. Oh, man, that part just kind of gives me the chili bills. It's the unknowing is what just gets me, man, because it's just like I see it there, and you could just sit there and scream like a black person at the screen, just like, <laughs> look behind you, behind you. And she's not, like, looking or anything because she can't hear me. But then as soon as she turns around, the sheet just falls, and you're just like, some scary shit that's some scary shit right there. yeah that, that none of that works on me <laughs> man it's, it gets me it gets me going. i guess i'm not not the person to be able to say if movies are scary or not because none of them scare me it could be the most scientifically scariest movie in the entire world and i'd still be like meh <laughs> damn <laughs> something's wrong with you we gotta get you some help um <laughs> But yeah, it's so, called being an adult. <laughs> Real the, life is far more scary than anything a movie is going to throw at you. That's very true too. But yeah, oh man, the scary movies are scary, man. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we see some more stuff like that, like some of the scares that are in there. Like we already said, was the sheet one, um, the uh, uh, the the boob grabbins, um, <laughs> Katie getting her hair grabbed. The yeah. Bloody Mary thing was pretty neat. Uh, that kind of gets me as well, where they're in the bathroom. <laughs> and there's singing. Where Toby becomes the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's true. Um, but they're in the bathroom, and they're saying Bloody Mary three times in the mirror, and then they turn the lights, or they have the lights off. They say Bloody Mary, and then they're supposed to wait for a while. Nobody even knows how long to wait. But during this time, uh, Randy gets scratched on his chest or stomach or something like that um and then they try to leave the room but then something starts pounding on the door and they're the only two there so something's pounding on the door and randy you could just tell he's just freaking out but trying to try to keep katie calm but like the whole situation's pretty nerve-wracking um and then they he tries to leave but all the tea set and stuff like that in the room gets blown apart and this giant black mass shows up and he's like no 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 no, no. we're gonna stay in here for a little longer <laughs> um smart move <laughs> um, so it looks like all hell's breaking loose and then they do a jump cut to where they're finally like downstairs or something like that. Um, and they get out of there, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, a couple pretty intense scenes. Um, let's see, are there any others? There's the part where mm-hmm. Katie gets dragged away into this attic space that they have, or this like yeah. storage cubby area that the girls have in their room and she keeps getting dragged. She's also locked in there once in the beginning of the movie, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's some of the bigger stuff, I suppose. Is there anything I'm missing? Uh, no, I think you hit all the big ones. Um, she like, I think wasn't it when, uh, when Katie got locked in the attic, she goes to Toby and just like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a part in the scene where, or in the movie where Christy is basically having some kind of conversation with Toby and she says, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I want you to go away, basically, and he. That's when it, it seems like things start to actually get a little bit more intense because there is a scene right towards the end of the movie in the kitchen where the mother goes down, and she's in the kitchen. She does something there, and then she goes into the living room. I think she's having a conversation with her somebody. I don't remember exactly what's going on, but she goes into the kitchen, goes back to the living room, and then goes back into the kitchen, and like everything's gone. Mm-hmm. And then, like two, three seconds later, that everything falls from the ceiling. Now, granted, I don't know how they shot this. I, there had to have been some <laughs> kind of, 
I would imagine some kind of I don't know. I have no idea. I, I should also state one one last thing is eventually uh, Dennis doesn't like the whole static camera in the living room because he doesn't have enough cameras to do the living room and the kitchen. So right. he puts a camera on an oscillating fan, which I think is one of the coolest things because that even that, that brings so much more suspense to some of these uh, scenes, at least to me. I know not to you, Kevin, but <laughs> at least to me, it's like you're watching somebody in the kitchen. And then the fan goes back to the living room, and you're like, oh, fuck, I really want to watch the stuff that's going on in the kitchen. And it goes back to the <laughs> kitchen, and it's the babysitter there, this time with the sheets. And you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck is that? And just as it's about to go back to the living room, the sheet disappears, and it goes back to the living room. And you're like, oh, okay, go back, go back, go back, go back. I want to see what her reaction is. It's the Game of Thrones of movies. <laughs> oh, man, it's just so suspenseful um, watching this camera just kind of going back and forth. Oh, man. But anyways, yeah, the camera has – uh julie going into the kitchen then into the living room and back to the kitchen everything just drops from the ceiling uh again i'm not entirely sure how they shot this scene or how this scene even got accomplished but pretty cool i give them kudos but after this she says (laughs) i mean with cg you could do anything (laughs) that's true that's true but it looked realistic to me so it wasn't like hellboy yeah Um, (laughs) thank god but yeah so at this point uh they're like obviously something's going on we're going to my mother's house um yeah and, and they do the so. mom was in denial for this like entire time which just would not hear any of it but finally this <laughs> this thing's falling from the ceiling i guess finally convinced her i don't think she was so much in denial she was definitely towards the end but i think she was oblivious that any of this was happening because there's like dennis just kept saying no no, no we'll keep these things quiet so he wasn't sharing any of this information with her and there's no mm-hmm. way for her to actually know any of this stuff was really going on because there's what what would tell her that she was never the one who inspects any of this stuff nobody ever told her <laughs> anything and she never saw any of the, the film so yeah um, see that towards the end finally dennis is like you should take a look at this and she and granted if i was her i would i mean maybe it's just different time different mindset something but she's like no no, no I, don't, I don't have time to look at this stuff yeah, and, I don't like watching your home movies. So maybe she's <laughs> thinking that this is – yeah, exactly. Maybe this is some stupid that Dennis is doing, but she just didn't want any part of it. So I'm not like – I'm not as angry with this as I was with the second movie where it's just like the guy is trying to make – he just didn't believe in any of this shit no matter how weird it got. <laughs> where this, she doesn't <laughs> even know that things are weird that are happening because none of it's happening to her. It's only happening to the kids, and the kids aren't really saying anything because it's mostly Christy and Toby. And Toby's mm-hmm. always telling her apparently about these secrets that she knows that she's not supposed to tell. So it's the, like the mother ha- really has no idea what's going on. And then the one time that Dennis is like, oh, you should check the, check this out. She's like, no, I don't want to hear any of this because she was upset about <laughs> – uh, I don't remember. Like maybe Christy being – because she was sick. So she's like, I'm, yeah. done. I'm done with this. So it was more realistic in this than it was in the second. I think Katie movie. was complaining that Toby pulled her hair or something, and she's like, "No, it doesn't. There's no Toby. Yeah, there's no Toby. She's <laughs> only <pissed> Zool. Off. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. But eventually, they end up going to their grandmother's house to get out of the house because obviously, at this point, she's like, "Oh yeah, we're we're out of here. We're out of here now." <laughs> so she goes to the mother's house, where apparently is the uh, the asshole of hell because. Uh, Dennis also finds the symbol in that attic. It's like this weird triangle thing, some kind of weird demonic symbology of something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but basically they go to the, the mother's house, the grandmother, I guess you, we'll just call her grandma wax. Yeah. And, um, 
Waxine. She's like, oh, have some of my fake apple pie. And then you look at the <laughs> apple pie and you're like, that's not fake. <laughs> uh, so true. <laughs> so that, uh, so they're all, they're all just kind of like wrestling and just kind of like, or not wrestling, but settling into grandma's house for the time being. Probably conversations were had, but we don't get to see any of it because they just jump cut all that stuff out. And um, we get to basically the night of the day, <laughs> as, as night usually comes <laughs> at the end of the day. Spoiler and, alert. <laughs> night comes after day. <laughs> and everybody's kind of sleeping or whatnot. And uh, Dennis still continues to film. Uh, it's even brought up that she's like, why are we still filming? He's like, we're not, we're not, I'm not going to stop until this is over. I don't really know what that meant because like, they weren't in the same house where all the weird stuff is going on. So how does he know yep. it's not over? You'd but, think it'd be over, yeah. But anyways, um, so he basically films them sleeping again. And at a certain time uh, during the night, uh, he hears a bunch of cars pull in. And he wakes up and he wakes up What's-Her-Face and uh, Julie. And Julie goes to go check on the kids or whatnot. And a couple minutes go by and he's like looking out the windows to see where the cars are coming from. And during this time, you're seeing like that, almost like that ghost in the sheet thing. But this time it's grandma wax just standing in the doorway (laughs) and he doesn't notice her. And by the time he kind of like walks past the door, she's gone now. And he goes to check on Julie because he's obviously very concerned about why are all these cars like parked here for some reason. So he grabs Mm -hmm. the camera, goes to look for Julie and he can't find her anywhere. She is lost in the sauce uh, he goes and <laughs> checks the garage to see if she's maybe in there, and he finds a giant grandma orgy going on. Just a crazy <laughs> grandma orgy. Must have been yeah. where all the cars came from. It's just so much skin. It's just so just much wrinkly old man skin. balls flopping against saggy, wrinkled vagina lips. Oh, <laughs> it's just that's probably the scariest part in the whole movie. It's just all the skin that's <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Um, so all these old women start to chase after Dennis. Dennis goes right back into the house where he sees Julie kind of floating up on the up <laughs> the stairs. And she looks like she's hanging there. But he kind of walks up the stairs and sees that she's floating because there's mm-hmm. nothing hanging her there. And then Toby goes and throws Julie at Dennis where they both kind of tumble down the stairs. And he gets up and basically ends up finding Christy, I think. <laughs> I think it's Christy. Um, yeah, he grabs maybe. her and they're hi- trying to hide, but the old women and Toby are everybody's after these two. I'm going to just kind of skip through this. Basically what ends up happening is uh, Dennis is killed in probably the coolest way in any of these movies so far. <laughs> um, Toby basically bends him in half like Jason does to the sheriff and yeah. five. And it's pretty cool. Pretty intense looking scene. Dennis definitely is dead. Julie's definitely dead. Grandma Wax takes the two daughters into her own, um, and that's basically the movie. Uh, we don't. Well, see Katie that. like is over by uh, Julie's body at one point, and then she like yeah. does the whole demon thing, which I think just lends credence to my point last week of why were they transferring the demon to Katie when she was already infected with it? <laughs> They're trying to get it out of Christie and put it in Katie, but clearly. The demon's already in her. I don't think it was in her. I think it may have possessed her then. I don't think it was like, I don't know. I don't know why that that was a thing in this movie. That should never have actually happened because <laughs> it didn't make any sense. It, it, no. I don't know. The only thing I could think of is that <laughs> she was possessed for a, a short period of time. 
just to kind of get Dennis away. I don't fucking know. Who knows? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to right now somehow defend this movie. <laughs> but when all of and a then, sudden, like, did the old people like give them magic roofies or something? Like, how do they not remember this? I don't know. My my <laughs> thought process is probably maybe they're part of the Men in Black and they use the little uh, <laughs> silver cylinder thing. I'm not entirely that makes sure. Sense. Um, they were wearing black robes. Because you would think that they would definitely remember their mother being dead at the bottom of a stairwell or Dennis being folded in half. But <laughs> yeah. somehow they don't that remember. That would stick it. out to me. They just remember the thing that we didn't see. the <laughs> The house on fire. Oh, I remember yeah. the house was on fire. Oh, <laughs> it was so terrible. We lost everything. Oh, we're not going to show that. <laughs> no. Why well, have a prequel? <laughs> I know. That was the one thing that pissed me off most about this movie. After even watching it, was just the fact that they never showed the house on fire. I was like, God damn it! You mentioned it in two movies, and we don't even see it in this one. I'm so angry. Yeah, it's not like like they even had a post. You know, they usually have the little black text at the end, the black screen with the white text, where it's like, you know. The Katie was never seen again, blah, blah, blah. I thought they were going to be like, oh, and then the house burned down. And when the cop, the fire department yep. came at this time of the morning, but nothing. They're just like, nope, yep. movie over. <laughs> I was waiting for that, too, because somebody was saying, oh, no, uh, they said it at the end where it burnt down. I was like, oh, well, even so, they should have showed it. And then after watching it, I was like, they didn't say it at all. <laughs> oh. They never even mentioned <laughs> that there being a fiery house. It's so stupid. <laughs> <coughs> They weren't even at that house anymore. I know. Just <laughs> you anger me, Phil. <laughs> oh God. Don't understand. Well, there we go. <laughs> We've got ourselves paranormal activity three now. Yeah. Cutest girl so far, cutest final girl. Who are we going with? Oh. I guess we got Julie versus Katie, huh? Yep. Well no, Julie died, so she can't win. <laughs> Damn it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, if she was still alive, she'd be easily in this. So, now it's Katie versus Grandma. <laughs> Grandma Wax versus Katie. I'm going to stick with Katie then. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. I guess we can go cutest girl of the movie, though. She can get that one. Easily, Julie. Oh, man. <laughs> easily. Or Randy. <laughs> All the babysitter, though, for a oh, small true. amount of screen time. <laughs> yeah, she was also very cute, yes. Yep. She had that I 80s hairdo, too, with that. the ponytail off to the side. I was cool with that. Yes. <laughs> yep. Could definitely do with more 80s movies. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All righty. Well, that's paranormal. Uh, I guess best three. kill would be probably oh, the yep. guy. Yep. Being guys back in half is basically the yep. only kill, really, because we didn't even get to see how Julie died. She was just thrown down the stairs. <laughs> I'm assuming she was dead before that. She was trying to get an abortion, and it went wrong. <laughs> um, um, do we have any other categories? I think that's mainly it. Uh, I guess the next one I'm going to say, I know it has to do with webcams and some stupid family. <laughs> and their teenage girl who likes webcamming and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, from what I remember hearing, I think Katie just kind of Katie and the kid just kind of show up in the background <laughs> at some point. <laughs> like they're just like moving in next door or some nonsense, and they just pop in the background every once in a while. We've basically, <laughs> you've basically watched it without ever watching it. That's the whole movie. Oh, good. We can skip it. <laughs> <laughs> good, and we'll skip the next one too. 
Those next two are not the greatest. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm almost considering just skipping the marked ones. God, (laughs) I have to get you to watch it so we can just talk about how terrible it is. (laughs) Oh, by the way, you get to read that movie. Yay. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, they made it really good. So you don't even notice like the the things going on in the background because you're too busy trying to read. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, most of the time when there's stuff like going on in the back, you know, I don't fucking even remember that that movie is just <laughs> so damn bad, and you don't understand because it's just like, what am I watching? Am I watching Paranormal Activity five or am I watching a superhero movie? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. This movie, it's a very good question. Just Jumps off, jumps off the edge of an insane plot. It's just too much. Oh, at least the God. sixth one is at least something <laughs> different-ish where they're like, oh, this time we'll show what the ghost looks like. It's like <sighs> to me, that's not what gets me scared. It's the unknown that gets me scared, but at least it's different. I mean, the fifth one is like Halloween 3 where it's just like, wow, what the fuck kind of goddamn <laughs> shit am I watching? Now? There's not even a ghost in this. I don't it's think about there werewolves. is, dude. I think it's just about... <laughs> This kid who gets possessed. It has nothing to do with Toby at all, I don't think. Or at least really? not that I remember. Like, the kid huh. just literally becomes a superhero. Is there some kind of a resolution by the end of 6 where we find out exactly what happens with Katie and the, the baby? Dude, I honestly don't remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> I know Katie and the baby. And Katie and Hunter are definitely in the next one. And I, I know they're in the fifth one. I couldn't tell you if they're in the sixth one, dude. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember watching it once, and that was it. I honestly thought the Bloody Mary thing was in the sixth one. And so I watched this. I was like, oh, shit, that was in this one? All right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, all right. Oh, well, all right. We did it. We made it through another one. <laughs> did you pee your pants this time? Or have I, to rip anyone's pants off? No, no pants were ripped off. Didn't have to pee my pants. I may have sharded, but that was not because of the movie. That was the Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Which I will state, Kevin, when you come here, we will definitely go Mm. to that Taco Bell. Because I keep forgetting that you do not have the chili cheese burritos there. (gasps) Oh, God, I want them so bad. Now, that almost made me squirt my pants because of the chili cheese burritos, (laughs) but it was so worth it. Oh, I'm going to order like 10 of them. (laughs) God, it's too many. Pretty, I think they're pretty Hope cheap, you have too. a microwave. That's good, because I'm going to just keep microwaving them all it's basically night. basically how I do all of my cooking. It's true. <laughs> That's the oodles and noodles factory right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conglomerate of amazing oodles and noodles and chili cheese burrito bacon. They're bringing you the Falcon and Winter Soldier show this week. <laughs> the Falcon and Winter Soldier show starring the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Show! <laughs> oh, good times. All right. Well, we're going to do a very tiny bit of Weird Al this week. Very tiny bit. Tiny. We've only got basically two and a half uh, weeks Inches. of this left before we're done. Yes. So we're going to do the half this week. Uh, this is basically we got three songs to look at that didn't make it on any of the actual albums. Um, they were just kind of, you know, singles or from soundtracks or or weird, random things like that. Random. (laughs) But, uh, so we're going to see if any of these make the cut onto the, uh, the best of Weird Al original songs. Cool. 
Now, this first one, uh, this one, honestly, I think this might, in the chronology of my life, this might be the very first time I was exposed to Weird Al Yankovic. And try to think back. I think this is the very first time. <laughs> Damn. Let's listen to it. What's it called? This is a song called Patterns. Um, it is from a, a PBS show called Square One TV, uh, which is basically a show about math and like that kind of thing. Um, and it was on PBS for the longest time when I was a kid. And it was really good. They would have like little music videos that they would do usually about, you know, you know, numbers or whatever math related things. Um, and so they had Weird Al on this one episode to do a song. I guess he wrote about patterns because I guess patterns are kind of, you know, math related. <laughs> so here it is. This I think, like I said, I used to watch the show all the time when I was a kid. So this probably was the first time I ever saw Weird Al. And explains um, a lot about you. <laughs> it does. That's why I like math. <laughs> It's all Weird Al's fault. (laughs) Here it is, Patterns. Everywhere I see them there, I stop and stare at patterns. I don't care, I must declare, I've got a flair for patterns. On my hair, the clothes I wear, my savoir faire is patterns. All I see is patterns, the patterns that repeat. Polkameister, like myself, never has to be bored. I just grab my axe and play some patterns on my keyboard. Now's the time for earplugs if you care about your health. So stand back, everybody. I'm gonna express myself. Look at this. Patterns. I've got blisters on my fingers. Woo! Hey. Aw, get down. Yeah, it's a good little song. Uh, the first verse is kind of about like him going. It's like, let's go into the bathroom. <laughs> and he's like, usually we're there's a whole part about like, this is not a place you usually expect much math. <laughs> but he's like talking about the patterns and the, you know, the tiles in the bathroom and that kind of thing. It's like, oh, OK, I like this. All right. Good little polka song there. Yep. Uh, so the next one up, this is from 19. Uh, I want to say 1994. Um, this was, do you remember the movie Spy Hard? I do. Yeah. I do like the yeah. song. He had a <laughs> yeah, clip. Song's great. He had a clip. I can't remember exactly uh, where I saw this, but, uh, I watched it not too long ago of him like interviewing with somebody and basically he's like, yeah, I took, uh, you know, my, my girlfriend then on a date and we went to go see Spy Hard and then I knew <laughs> that I did the theme song for it. So like when she watched it, she's just like. But why? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's so awesome. (laughs) I wonder if that's the one he ended up marrying. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm cool with whatever because that was hilarious. Oh, that's pretty great. (laughs) Yeah, so Spy Hard was basically a Leslie Nielsen kind of spoof movie of James Bond movies and spy movies of those sorts so they needed you know much like the bond movies always have a special theme song at the beginning that's written by some kind of a you know big artist um they've done a lot of big ones you know like duran duran with a view to a kill uh, i think wings did you know um what's that song to uh, live or let die 
uh, garbage to the world is not enough. I guess the most recent one that was big was probably when Adele did that Skyfall song. Yeah. Um, so they needed somebody to do the theme song for this. And who else would you go to for a spoof movie? <laughs> but Weird Al Yankovic to do his theme song to the movie Spy Hard. And it's pretty great. It's got that classic kind of Bond feel to it. And uh, it's it's pretty. The lyrics are great. Uh, so here it is. Spy Hard. Cause if you're gonna spy, you better spy hard. He's always there when the chips are beginning to fall. He wouldn't care if they kicked him and grabbed him and shot him and stabbed him and Allow me to reiterate the name of this movie is by heart. They call it my heart. You're watching my heart. It's the theme from my Um, and the next one up, this is a song that was very, very important to me when I was a young boy. And apparently I thought it was to you, but you totally forgot about it. <laughs> Sounds about right. so a little song from the Pokemon movie 2000 called Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Weird Al did for that soundtrack, basically listing off a bunch of Pokemon names. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to play a good chunk of it here. Um, here it is. Pokemon. I'm pretty sure they played this on Rio Disney a bunch. So you'll probably remember it. <laughs> hmm. But let's see. Hey, Redacto, steal my joke. Marimal, trees, and slowpoke. Articuno, ditto, muck. Flareon, and old Psyduck. Poyster, Kingler, Shelter, Gloom. Snorlax, and of course, Bob Bloom. Zapdos, and Charmeleon. Everybody, Pokemon.
I still don't really remember that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's such an intersection of things that we liked. I know. And Pokemon I, and Weird Al. It's shocking that I don't remember that very much at all. It was all those drugs you did in the 60s. Yeah, most of the best. <laughs> all right, well. Speaking of Pokemon. Which hold, on, we, oh. Oh, hold on, real quick. Well, actually, yeah, let's <laughs> do this are. first. Let's do this first, and then we'll get into that. Okay. Um, should we, any of these put into the, uh, to the, to the running? Spy Heart. Yep. I agree. <laughs> what about Pokemon? Uh, here's the thing with Pokemon. <laughs> I think the poker rap is better. Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to say, I can't even argue one. with that. Uh, <laughs> even the second poker rap might be better. Oh, I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. But it's so catchy. It's so damn catchy. Um, <laughs> like the chorus on that one's better than the actual listing. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> the listing's <laughs> poor, but the chorus is amazing. Um, yeah, and I'm true. cool with putting patterns in there. It seems like it's a classic, so I'm cool with patterns. It's not really okay. funny. It's learning, though. <laughs> yeah. It's educational. It's edutainment. Educa- yes. <laughs> Erection. I tried to do something with Rector that word, set. and I did nothing. <laughs> I just said the word direction. I brought it back to boners. <laughs> <laughs> Patterns. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Pokemon, what's going on with the old Pokemon? of the Pokemons. Two things real quick. So uh, the new movie's coming out very soon. I, I might actually go see it. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't really like watching movies. Oh, I love watching movies in the theaters. It's just so damn expensive. <laughs> um, yeah. But... Yeah, I'm probably going to go see that movie because I just watched a teaser kind of thing of like all the different kind of Pokemon that are going to be in there. And some of them look just so <laughs> damn cool. And it's like, fuck, man, I need to go watch it, even though Jurassic Park Man is in there. Ugh. I need to see this movie. Ugh. Yeah, I'm afraid that there's going to be it's one of those movies that there's going to be way too many kids. The more kids are in a theater, the worse the experience is going to be. Oh, that could be true, Because they too. don't shut the fuck up. I did also see just recently um, that they're actually doing, and I can't believe they haven't done this before, and it's probably because Game Freak or Nintendo would refuse to release it, but <laughs> Pokemon Pops. Oh. I might have I to get the I did see Pikachu some of those, one. I think. I think I saw the Bulbasaur one. Yeah, there's Bulbasaur. Where it looks like a ditto because it's got those yeah, crazy those eyes. Yeah, crazy eyes. That's true. <laughs> um, they got Bulbasaur out, I believe, already. Squirtle – or. No, not Squirtle. Charmander's coming out soon. And Pikachu, I found a couple. There's supposed to be one for like every month, kind of like themed around the month. Like in March, they had like a Lucky Charms or St. Patrick's Day themed one. I don't know why I said Lucky Charms. Um, But (laughs) apparently you can get... That's what they should rename that day. Lucky Leprechaun Day. (laughs) Lucky Leprechaun Day. Um, Pikachu Pop... I might actually get this one pop. It's a Pikachu pop. Um, what if they make a Raichu one? Oh, I'll get that in heart. <laughs> I know. So I'm going to hold out for Jinx. <laughs> well, that brings me on to the second thing I was going to say. <laughs> okay. So apparently you're going to get maybe a little poopy. I cannot believe that. So Pikachu is a Target exclusive. That huh. is unbelievable to me to even even like to even fathom. 
Like Pikachu <laughs> is probably one of the most widely known worldwide probably mascots in the world right there next to like Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse. Like everybody knows what a Pikachu <laughs> is. I would even venture to say that Pikachu might even be more popular with kids nowadays than Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny. Yeah, probably. And it's a Target exclusive? Are you ballsing me? <laughs> I'm sure Target paid a lot of money for that. Insane. Well, I'm going to buy it. That right. I'm going to buy one. They're selling them in nice. Hong Kong right now. Which one are you getting? Regular the, Pikachu or? It's just the, yeah, I just want the normal one. I don't want any of those themed ones. My problem, <laughs> my problem is, is if I got the themed ones, it's like, well, no, I got to get the rest of the themed ones. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't about all that. <laughs> got to have Martin Luther King Day Pikachu. <laughs> Black Pikachu. He's got a dream, you know. <laughs> In October of 2006, this one's the Mikachu. <laughs> yes. I've done it. Uh, uh, it looks made like canon. Yeah. Looks like Charmander is a oh no, this one's gonna be Barnes and Noble and Best Buy. Um, and then there's the Bulbasaur. I wouldn't mind getting the Bulbas like the three starters in Pikachu, but at the same time I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole either. Hmm. Having just Pikachu would be cool, I think. Yeah. That's a good addition to your collection over there. Yeah. Have a representative of the Pokemon world. Yeah, that's what I think I need. It's just one Pikachu. If they had a ride to, I would have gotten that one instead. But I'm cool with Pikachu. Maybe they will the... eventually. Yeah, I mean, I have... They keep making these. I have a terrible feeling that they're going to just do them all, dude. And they could. <laughs> Funko Pop would be rich if they did that. If they yeah. can get the rights to all the Pokemon, oh my God. Would they... They would never... Because there's so many collectors out there that would just be like... All right, let's do – because it sounds like from a list that I saw the other day – this is not the second point that I was going to bring up. I've gone down a <laughs> rabbit hole already. But uh, Pikachu, uh, Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Meowth, and Mewtwo are the ones that they have said that they are going to be doing. Now, that being said, they've also said that there is going to be one rare one. It's labeled as M. A lot of people are just expecting it to either be a variation of the Mewtwo or Mew. So, oh, okay. Uh, I that would make would, sense. I would probably venture to believe that it would be a Mew, but I'm cool with uh, just the Pikachu. I think that's all I'll need there. That'll make me happy, baby, bash, happy. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's good. I almost got. What's the other? Upsetting the other news. news. The other news. So <laughs> this is going to upset you. Somebody oh, did. No. I don't agree with it, by the way. There's way worse. But somebody did a top 150 Pokemon ranked from worst to best. Now, I don't know what worst to best even means. Like worst as in like <laughs> they just suck in like combat. The worst looking. Like what are we talking about? But he just did a general worst to best. Guess what number one was. We'll give you that. Guess what number one was. For the best? Yeah, for the best. Uh, Charizard? Damn, you got that. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Number two was Pikachu. I don't remember what number three was, but but number 150. <laughs> this is the worst, by the way. Of just the original 150? Yes. <laughs> they put Jinx? They put Jinx. Oh, my God. That is fucking ridiculous. Uh, now, I 
do not agree with this at all. This is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. He says it's because of the whole blackface debacle, oh, which definitely gosh. moves it up on the list for me, <laughs> yeah. not down. The thing that blows my mind, number of 149, Mr. Mime. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Are you retarded? You're a cool Pokemon. Rattata. That, that's number 150. 149, oh God, Zubat. Yes. <laughs> Weedle. Like, Weedle. They can't do anything but harden. <laughs> so stupid. I don't understand what the fuck they were thinking. Like, Jinx has ice and psychic. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's so much great stuff with a lot of these that he put down lower on the list. I couldn't believe. I think Mewtwo was probably number three. And then Dragonite was up there. I don't even, I Magikarp, I think, was actually before Gyarados for some reason. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like most of these lists are just trying to get people riled up. <laughs> and I think that's what he did. Not taking their bait. I think this is another one of those videos where, I mean, it gets, it doesn't matter how many thumbs up or thumbs down. As long as people are clicking on the thumbs, uh, yeah. that's where it gets the attention. And, I mean, there are so many thumbs downs, which whatever, because he's still getting the views he's getting those likes yep. or dislikes and every time somebody yeah. comments that's more attention he gets to ad revenue from people watching it yeah <laughs> so so all he, he cares did. about is yeah. he, he learned them he learned it out <laughs> probably not <laughs> the greatest of sentences i've said but you should just do your own <laughs> oh i should do my own apparently they get nothing but clicks no matter what so <laughs> it's true Top 150 Pokemon ranked from worst to best. <laughs> but I'm going to do all 712 of them. You know what will really rile everything up is for number 150, I put Pikachu. <laughs> he's just everywhere. And, I, and I'm sick of seeing him. So he's number 150. He's in yellow face. <laughs> he's making fun of every Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put this Pikachu on my shelf, though. I've just realized that. I've already made my purchase, <laughs> and I've ran out of I mean, cool it looks like there's a lot of room. Yeah, that's not... I mean, there is, but the problem is then I need some more filler in there somewhere. Because i got to keep my Scorpion and Sub-Zero attacking Ryu and Ken. That just makes <laughs> the most sense. Well, yeah, you just move them closer together. They don't need to be <laughs> four football fields apart. They do. Um, I don't know. I'll have to figure something out. I almost decided to get the whole Justice League yesterday. I was like, fuck, I'll get the whole Justice League. Because oh, Martian Manhunter looks so cool. And I was like, no, that's not the point of my my stuff. I just want one of everything that I like. So I backed out of that, which is good because that would have cost me a lot of money. Yeah. But having the one oh, Pikachu will be good. Um, I think I'm cool with that. <laughs> one. Do you have one uh, DC person back there i do yeah i've got the flash of course oh i figured yeah <laughs> oh there he is yeah your head was yeah in sorry front of him. yeah i got yeah out of my collection i i have a bunch of different like Mega Man ones thankfully one amazingly custom created from from you uh my favorite Mega Man character of course it's quint <laughs> god quint god boner right now um i have all the clap traps that's what started some of the pops for me was Claptrap uh, as a birthday gift. I got one of those weird like GameStop like bundles, mm-hmm. and I got one of the exclusive Claptraps, which was apparently rare at the time. And I think it still is pretty rare. It's the blue one. So like apparently oh. that one, there's not that many of them. But I could be wrong. Let me see. <laughs> but while I'm looking this up, um, the 
the idea was like, oh shit, you know, how many clap traps are out there? And there was only, I think, two or, th- or there was three, I think, at the time. There was the blue one, I think a black one, and then of course just the yellow one. And then when they came now out, it's fourteen hundred. Uh, no, there's only six. Oh, okay. And that's not completely <laughs> true. There's technically seven. There's a gold one which I just refuse to buy, which is sad because I. <laughs> it's that, like ridiculously expensive. Yeah, dude, it's like a hundred dollars, and I'm not paying a hundred dollars for anything. <laughs> No. Unless it's a <laughs> unless it's a massage, if you know what I mean. But I'm not gonna I am not going to pay a hundred dollars for a clap trap. So and besides it's clap just gold. Don't so, give you reach around? No, not at all. The blue one is worth uh used forty dollars uh or fifty dollars. So I mean th- that one has some value. Um even like I've got the other three as well, which is like the Emperor one, the Army one, and then uh I don't even remember the other one. Oh, it's one with a top hat. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the black one is $8. So, yeah, the blue one's got some of that sweet value to it. Mm. So I'm cool with that. Damn. Yeah. It's appreciating in value. I know. No, it's out of the box. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I take them so all. So you lost the all the value. <laughs> I take all of my shit out of the box. I got a yeah. couple, like, I got a couple horror ones. I got Jason and Freddy. And then basically just. Stuff that things that I love, like probably my favorite TV show that I've watched or that I've especially recently is Stranger Things. I love that show. Yeah. So I've got I've got Eleven um, and then I've got uh, Mark Hoppus uh, and then my favorite cartoon probably ish close to it um, <laughs> is Adventure Time. So I got Finn and I've got Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh. I've got uh, Wesley from Princess Bride, Skyrim Dude, Dragonborn or whatever. And then I've got uh, just a bunch of stuff from things I love. Like I got, yeah. I got Powerline from the Goofy movie. <laughs> oh, I can see him. Yeah, he's just singing because he's got the greatest songs ever. Of course, David Bowie. Oh, speaking of David Bowie, I might actually go back and get these. Ooh, um, David Bowie news. <laughs> yeah. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he, he's back and he's better than ever. Um, he <laughs> apparently somehow he is advertising shoes at the at the shoe store Vans. Uh, fun, oh. fun story. Uh, I bought a pair of shoes. This is not very interesting t- conversation, but I bought my first pair of shoes yesterday. The first time in 10 years, I have not bought another pair of shoes. Within, Holy crap. Last time I bought shoes in 2010. So <laughs> I, how do you remember that? Uh, well, I don't even really wear those shoes that often, uh, really at all. Uh, is mainly because of my deployment. Cause I bought three pairs of shoes before I got deployed and they were Macbeth's which was my favorite brand of shoe, which is like a canvas style shoe. Um, I really, really like them. They're very, I like the designs on them. They're really cool. Mm-hmm. So I was like really into it in 2009. When I came back from deployment, I bought one pair of shoes, but they only had them in size 11s. And that was the last time I technically bought shoes, but I don't wear them because they're so damn big on my foot because my foot's <laughs> about a 10 or a 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. So I don't wear them. They're mostly just for show now, apparently. Um, so yesterday I went to Vans and they're the closest thing that kind of like skating shoes that I can find. And I was like, fuck, I need to get a new pair of shoes because something's going on with my leg. And I thought it was because my shoes are just like worn down so bad that I'm, I'm just walking flat footed. So I don't know what's going on with my leg. So I was like, fuck me. If I just buy some new shoes, maybe help, help me out. So went to Vans, found some shoes that I really liked. There's two pairs that I was really interested in. One that looked very much like Macbeth's. But then the guy's like, well, you could try these other ones on. They're like athletic shoes, kind of. Um, they look, they still look like the 
uh, skate sho- shoes, but they're just a lot more comfortable. Yes. I put them on, dude. Oh, my God. They're probably the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. I was like, holy wow. shit. So I immediately bought them. But when I bought those shoes, uh, they gave me a certificate or like a gift card for $25 off or $20 off on my next pair of shoes. This 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 leads into this. David Bowie doing <laughs> some advertising in vans for some shoes. I might get some David Bowie shoes. They look pretty great. What do they look like? They look like they came from a Ziggy Stardust tour. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> they're, they're like red and blue or cream with red and blue. It's With a lightning bolt on them, I was like, fuck, man. These look damn <laughs> great. To, for me to have some David Bowie shoes... So I'm, I'm at a crossroads of either getting David Bowie shoes or those other shoes that look like Macbeths. So I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Man, I would say you got to get the David Bowie shoes. <laughs> I know. Some of them are a little too flamboyant, though. Like, there's no oh, way I can yeah. walk. I mean, they're like, there's one pair that are just like fire engine red. That's just crazy. <laughs> oh, I think I see those. I'm looking online. Yeah. Yeah, those look craziness. <laughs> this ones that look like a cab. Um, let me see. Yeah, <laughs> like yellow and then have checkerboards and Oh yeah, hold on. Van <laughs> David Bowie. David Bowie. <laughs> Bowie. Um, let's see if they got the Oh yeah, no. I like the, the the black ones that have like the checkerboard with the yeah, with Bowie, Bowie red and yeah. lightning. That's so cool. So it was either those I was going to possibly get and then there's these other Oh yeah, there's the cream ones. Um, they're called the Vans X David Bowie old school, but it's like, they're kind of like an, almost like an eggshell white. It's kind of just like cream. Oh yeah. With the red. Yeah. With the red, blue and black lightning bolt. Uh, and Mm -hmm. on the back of it, it says David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, It just looks so cool. cool. I don't really wear white shoes though, but damn, oh damn. Did these look cool? I also got some blue ones with these like blue polka dot ones that are apparently David Bowie's weird line so <laughs> those are his favorite polka dots <laughs> i don't know i'm at a crossroads don't know what to get i do those other ones that that cab one with the checkerboard looks cool they look uh they're, they're slip-ons though i don't like wearing slip-ons that's too millennial oh, for me yeah i'm not a big fan of that either they look like slippers though i'd get them just for slipper style stuff but i don't know I'll see. I'll see what I get. That's enough of me uh, ranting about <laughs> David Bowie and me buying shoes for the first time in 10 years. That's awesome. I need to choose myself. I was looking for good bands yesterday, but I've been to two different Coles and so far nothing. They're all like the wrong size or they just have like the high top versions, which I don't like the high ones. Yeah. I like the regular skate shoes. Um, but yeah, so I'm still on the hunt for new shoes. Do you not have an actual van store? I don't think so. Oh, sorry. We got a fan store. So that's where Damn. I went. We have to look and see if we have one of those. Yeah, I would think that Orland Park would have one, if anybody. Yeah, there's a lot it's of malls around mall. here. One of them's got to have one. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> as long as it's not Fort City. <laughs> but even if it is, just just wear some chain mail and then you're good to go. <laughs> Nick I'm shopping. Or, I think it was Nick or Scooch. Somebody told me that uh, Chicago Ridge is worse than Fort City now. And I can't see that. No, it's not great, but it's not that bad. <laughs> Fort City is way, way, way worse. All right. Well, there's one of the. Okay. What, what, what's the one thing? 
All right. So I've been trying to think of uh, with the Weird Al thing coming to a close, uh, I've been thinking of some other music related bits that we could do that wouldn't involve so many clips. <laughs> um, some of these will involve some uh, some like listening to things, you know, in the week leading up to it type thing and just kind of formulating ideas that we so we can talk about them on the show. Um, this one that I want to be able to do from time to time has nothing to do with actual music per se. <laughs> so it's nice and easy to do without actually having any clips. Can you imagine <laughs> a life without having to do clips? All I have to do is just upload it to you and then you, it goes uh, away. Yep. Put I, the intro in and the outro in and done. <laughs> I can't wait until those days come. <laughs> it shall be soon. <laughs> uh, so what I want to do here is a little thing called rating. Uh, album artwork, essentially. <laughs> so we'll take a band. It could be a band that we both like. It could be a band that you like and I don't. It could be a band I like and you don't, because it doesn't really matter. You don't really have to know much about their music at all. Sure. Um, and we'll look at their albums, you know, in their disc- discography, essentially. Go album by album, look at the name and the artwork, and kind of give them a grade, you know, one to 10 on how good the artwork is how good of a name for the album that is. And then the interplay between those two, like does this artwork make sense with that name? <laughs> okay. Or not, or does it just seem not connected at all? I'm excited for this. This is good. Yeah. And we'll kind of gauge these different bands and how well they've done with their, uh, their albums. <laughs> oh, okay. not the actual music contained, but how well, you know, designed they are. I'm cool with that. That sounds good. Yeah. So I figured we'd start with, as we often do on this show, <laughs> The little band called The Offspring. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you called it already. <laughs> it's probably show because of the original Jangsters, recent... you got to start with The Offspring. That's true. <laughs> maybe because of your recent painting expertise. Oh, <laughs> it's true. That may have some influence. <laughs> maybe. Although, I mean, we can only really talk about the actual cover because otherwise it's too hard to try true. to, you know. Look up like the entire booklets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm cool with that. Um, that being All said, right. though, have you have you painted any more? No, not yet. That one took like a far too long. Not like it was that long, but it's just like, man, this is a commitment. <laughs> you didn't Bob Ross it in like a in like a 20 minute time frame. <laughs> I wish. I don't know how he does it that fast. There must be like time lapsing. He's just taking out long parts of it. I don't know, man, because we're watching it happen right before our very eyes. He's just a magician. <laughs> I spent so much time just squeezing out paint. <laughs> you didn't have a crazy cool palette thing that he has? No. Nope. I don't live in pallet town, unfortunately. Uh, maybe next time. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start back in uh, whatever it was, 89. Uh, hopefully you got your Google machine ready. I know you can probably picture these in your head anyway, but <laughs> I could. we'll look at their uh, start with their first album, The Offspring. Um, right away, looking at names, uh, it's obviously a self-titled album, which lots of bands do, but I can't give it a very high score on that because it's not really a very you know creative way to name your album. It's just to be like, hey, let's just do the, the band name again. <laughs> True. It is their first one, though, so it's not terrible. It's kind of like you're doing some advertising. Yeah. 
it doesn't even have like, you know, sometimes like Weezer, especially they'll have like, you know, nicknames where it'll be like the blue album or the green album. Like I've never heard anyone refer to this album as, you know, the something album. It's just kind of the self-titled offspring. Yeah. The self-titled album. album. The first one. (laughs) Yep. So I'd have to give it probably a two (laughs) at the most for names. Out of a hundred? Of a scale of one to ten. Oh. (laughs) Yep. I'd probably say uh, one. No, two. Yeah. I think I might even. Yeah, one's fine. (laughs) Actually, I'm cool with one. The album art looks bad and the album title is not existing. (laughs) Yeah. I still don't know what the fuck this album like artwork is. It's just kind of a black and white ish picture of, I always think it's George Washington. Dude, that's weird. So did I, I was just about to say the same thing. Oh, that's so weird that you just said that. I always thought it was George Washington as well, but it actually looks like a kid with a backwards cap on now that I'm looking at it. Yep. I was going to say, this looks like a child, but I always think it's George Washington. I always thought it was George Washington. And then somebody <laughs> brought it up to me. It does, I think it is a child. Somebody did like a, they lowered the contrast and raised the brightness. And it looks like a kid wearing a cap. But, <laughs> but yeah, the way that his suits, because he's off to the left on this album. And basically he's got this like almost like an overcoat on a black overcoat with a, yep. like a collared shirt underneath or some kind of like shirt underneath that makes it look like George Washington's like old presidential like picture where it's just like yeah. that, that fluff and frill that's just coming out of the overcoat. And then because of the it's white just like hat, black it and looks white, like white greenish hair. tint to it that makes it look like it's off the dollar bill or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the longest time I thought it was George Washington, but we were all wrong. <laughs> Which would make sense with the song "Kill the Presidents." Yeah, well, that's I why guess. I thought it was. That's literally why I thought it was George Washington as well, is because of that song. Yep. Yep. So I mean, I, yeah, I can't give this a very high grade considering we don't. <laughs> we made it this long without knowing what the fuck it was. <laughs> so Jennifer I'm gonna say that's. Today. That song's you want to give it a one? one? Yep, one. One and uh, interconnection between this and the name. I can't really say there was much there, so I guess unless say one. <laughs> this kid was the offspring. Yep, <laughs> somebody. So then I have to give it something, but I don't think it was because this was in the eighties, and I think all of them did despised children. Well, it doesn't have to be their offspring; it's someone's offspring. I guess. Oh, that's true. I mean, aren't we all though? <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll give it a. Two for interconnection because I guess that's something. I guess could be something. It's a stretch, but something. <laughs> Are we doing all the albums right now? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> be a long episode. <laughs> all right. Next we got 1992. I want to say the Ignition album. Yep. So it's called Ignition. I'm cool with that. And the album art, pretty cool name. Looks like it's a rusty background. Maybe some stones. Or something, but then there's just this random picture in a frame of fire. <laughs> yeah. Artwork, I can't really give it a very high grade. It's not like they did anything cool with the fire, and why they made the fire just like the tiny corner piece. <laughs> like, that seems weird, and we're just going to have this rocky background for the rest. It's like something weird in, like, 80s-ish almost like th- about that. You know what I'm saying? Where it was like they'd have, like, weird geometric backgrounds and then like a tiny picture. Yep. It's strange. Doesn't make any sense to me. 
<laughs> so for artwork, I'd say, I guess, a two. <laughs> yeah. It's better than the other one, but... At least it connects um, to the name so far, so... Yes. But yeah, the artwork itself is at least a two. The name is okay. All Name's together, pretty good. I'd give it maybe a six for the name. I'd give it a five. It's nothing too five? crazy. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would say overall, I'd give it a man, probably a four, if that. Well, for the name and the album combined, I, what the you know connection between those is, I'd give that a pretty high grade for that one. Oh, okay. we'll kind of average this all together eventually. Um, I'd say, I guess an eight. I mean, it is pretty connected. Well, they are connected. <laughs> There's something igniting, correct? Yeah. yeah, I'll say seven or an eight. Yeah. 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 Eight. <laughs> All right. Next album. Okay. Oh, uh, one of the, now we get into their real good run here with the Smash album from 1994. Most iconic looking probably album that most people would probably recognize. It is. It's very iconic, very 90s. Um Definitely one that you still see on T-shirts to this very day because it's so just recognizable and cool. Um, So artwork, I would say probably a 10. I would (laughs) would not give it a 10. I would say a 9. Okay, that's fair. It's not the greatest looking artwork I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's just this. It's a skeleton X-ray that looks like maybe it had been smashed, but I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) That's the thing is I don't know that there's a whole lot of connection between those. No, not at all. Um, That's going to be a lower score. As a name, I would say Smash is a good name, though. Yeah. Um, It's fun to say. It's, you know, it's got good energy to it. (laughs) Smash it. And it kind of was considering they made a song shortly after this where they covered the damn Smash It Up. Yeah. um, It it all kind of fits together. So I would say give that at least an eight or a nine. Yeah, I'd say an eight. That the interconnectivity right. to both of these that doesn't make sense. I'd probably give it a five or a six. I mean, the skeleton could look; it kind of looks like it's smashed, but it also looks like it's not a full X-ray, so they may not actually be smashed at all. So yeah. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't. Yeah, it kind of has this weird effect where it looks like the face and stuff is still partially there. Um, so it doesn't seem like it's an actual X-ray. Almost. I don't know, but it's, I like the way that they did change the colors. It's not like a blue thing, like a normal x-ray. It it is cool that it's yellow and everything. Um, but yeah, as far as connection between the title and that go, I would say not much. Like, honestly, the cover for splinter makes more sense for smash. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But, uh, so we'll give it a five, I guess, or maybe even a four. (laughs) Yeah. I'm good with a four. That makes there really sense. isn't a whole lot <laughs> there. You agreed. have to really stretch your imagination. Agreed. Agreed. All right. All right. Next up, Ixnay on the Ombre. Ixnay on the Ombre. Yeah, this one, this artwork looks amazing to me. I yeah, like it. I agree. I like it. I even like the title artwork, uh, the font. It's just those mm-hmm. bones mixed the in bones. with that, almost like that Mexican style, like Day of the Dead kind of artwork. It looks really, really cool. And yep. the name is Ixnay on the Ombre. Just, I don't know what any of it means. It's <laughs> I some think kind it's of part, strange like, pig Spanish. Latin and part, part Spanish. Like the Ixnay, I'm pretty sure is pig Latin. It is. Like Ixnay on the egg <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> but like you're gonna yeah. put a Nyx to something, which makes sense. Okay, Nyx on the ombre. It's very fun to say. I'll say that much. Nyx so it's got to get a high score for name because Ixnay and the Umbre is very, it's unique. It's not like, you know, oh, there's like 12 other bands that have albums named Ixnay and the Umbre. Right. <laughs> and it rolls off the tongue in a weird way. I will say for artwork, I'm going to give this one an, a solid eight. I agree. And then the Ixnay and... on the Umbre, I'm going to also give that a solid eight. Okay. Connection between those two, I would say pretty strong. Solid um, eight. Yeah. I'm good with that. Okay. Good deal. Next up, the Americana album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this one. It's so good. Now, not only is the artwork on the album look great, but also in the booklet, it's also great. Oh, but we can yeah. only judge the cover, so here we are. <laughs> So it's a boy on a swing. He's got a leg brace thingy on, and he's holding a giant <laughs> bug with an octopus tentacle trying to grab it. <laughs> you know, that old chestnut. <laughs> Weirdest it's part. very good. It's I, like got I've this never, cool old school art style. Yeah, it looks like the 50s, like almost that. Today on the 50s kitchen, we are going to talk about the new and industrial toaster. It's like that style, <laughs> like 50s, like. Uh, I'll up next the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's very cool looking and very old school and just very iconic in a way uh, where this one definitely stands out. Like you can pick it out of a lineup for sure, especially mm-hmm. just because of the art style. Yeah. Um, so I'd give it like a nine for fucking artwork. Art, I'd <laughs> give it a nine. Yeah. It's just so weird and so cool looking. Americana, the title, I'm going to give this a five. Hmm. I like it. I think it's good. It's probably, yeah, not as strong as like Ixnay and the Ombre, but it's solid. Uh, I'd say five or six, I guess. If I've never heard of this album, and like maybe back then if I listened to The Offspring as much as I do now, and they said that their new album was going to be called Americana, I would have just left it with a five. <laughs> It's just like, yeah. it doesn't ring. It's not like, it doesn't sound offspring to me. Ignition. Okay, that's offspring. Stand the Ombre. That sounds offspring. Conspiracy of One. That sounds offspring. Americana. Americana. I guess, if anything, it <laughs> makes you think a little bit more. Like, what the fuck it, are they talking about? I can see how on its own it's not that great. For the connection between the title and the artwork, I would say that is pretty strong. Um, cause this actually is like a picture you. of old school Americana, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, old school values and that kind of thing. So for that, I would say it's pretty mm. high, but Americana itself, I can see why that would not be tickle your fancy as much. The artwork um, is Americana, but the yes. actual art is not, I don't know what the hell is happening in this picture. <laughs> you can't tell well, me that I kind of get the pic. I kind of think it's, it's essentially saying that, you know, Americana, you picture this happy, peaceful stuff from the past and that kind of a thing. But really there's, you know, dark stuff going on at the same time. <laughs> that's kind of lurking below the surface, like this giant bug and fucking weird tentacle monsters. <laughs> Everyone thinks back about these good, you know, good old days, but they don't think about the, creepy shit <laughs> i'm gonna give this a six because i think you're stretching this like taffy like no other the artwork <laughs> is definitely the, the actual style not the artwork itself but the style is americana but what is happening in this picture is just buck wild 
<laughs> you can't tell me that any of this is exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, we can look back on swinging on swings with duty legs, but then also killing giant <laughs> bugs with an octopus trying to grab it. You can't tell me that's Americana at all. I think that's I think it definitely is, though, because it's trying to get you that. Like I said, that picture of old school America. And then it's like, oh, wait, maybe it's not all that great. Here's a giant bug. Hold Here's on. some tentacle monsters. You're going to tell me that you can't figure out that there's ghosts touching sheets and that doesn't scare you. But you're going to stretch <laughs> and say, no, no, no. Octopus trying to grab a giant bug off my lap. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor for the Catholic priest. <laughs> 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 i'm giving this a six uh i would say a seven <laughs> all right next album go seven okay <laughs> oh man now we're getting to some all-time classic right here that's an amazing album for conspiracy sure conspiracy of one it's gonna be one of those where i think about it and it's like well Really? <laughs> All right. Offspring Conspiracy I, of One, probably one of my yes. favorite covers ever, even though it's just so subtle. But I love just the font. I love yeah. the album itself. It just screams 90s like skateboarding to me. That's even the thing. Is like, this one is simple, but it works. It's so – like that – I. That skull, the Bernie the Skull logo, became so iconic that it basically became their all-encompassing logo yeah. for everything going forward. So you can't like just be like, "Ah, oh, man, like it's not that good," but it really is. It <laughs> it's is kind of. It took over their whole, you know, motif going forward. It's so true. God, I love that. Fucking and it's skull. just very iconic looking. It's very different from other skulls you've seen <laughs> in a strange way. Like yep. it's almost Punisher esque, but way cooler, <laughs> with like the burning hair and stuff, and the, the teeth look cool, and just everything so about it's cool. good. I love it. All right, so I think, the- I think those are the album covers I like most. Is something that's either very simple but memorable, or something that's got a lot going on. Yeah, not like anything in the middle where no, you just kind of no like, tweeners. Meh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give this one a solid nine, if okay. not a all 10. across the board. <laughs> no, not all across. So just the art. Just the art. Actually, I'd probably say ten, just because it yeah, is simple and it has become their logo. And I mean, that's got to mean something. So mm-hmm. I'm cool with it being a ten. I like that. Conspiracy of One, I think, is also a good title. It is a good um, title. More fitting, I would say, than Americana, yes. where it feels more offspring esque. <laughs> yep. Um, it's a cool concept in and of itself being, you know, conspiracy, obviously being something yeah. with a group, bunch of people, but it's only one. So that's cool. Um, yep. it's very unique. Nice play on words. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a, an, a, uh, an eight. Okay. Um, interplay between this <laughs> and the, the artwork and the title. I'm going to give it a two. It's hard because yeah. <laughs> There's no it's interplay. Like a, it's just a great title else? with a great album. Yeah. It's like I can't think of much else that would you could do for a conspiracy of one that would represent a conspiracy of one. I mean, I guess there is the song and the art and you know, the artwork that goes with the song and the lyrics book. Um, that's kind I guess maybe that's a closer version of conspiracy of one. Um, yeah, I guess it's not a whole lot of connection between the two. Nope. <laughs> Straight two. All right. 
two it is. Next up, Splinter. Sprinter should have been. You just add a hammer, and it could have been smashed. <laughs> it could have been. This is one of those. This is the album. Like after Conspiracy of One came out, and then this album came out, and I was like, I'm gonna hate this album mainly because the first hit <laughs> off of it, I did not like, and I still don't like that much. I still love it. I know you do. <laughs> still one of my favorites. <laughs> um, it's probably that's easily my least favorite song of this album, which really threw. <sighs> me off of this album because of that song i was like this album sucks but then i finally (laughs) decided to listen to it and this might easily be my second favorite album or third right next to americana i really love this album wow i mean i definitely like i was disappointed by this one at first just coming off of conspiracy of one um it's definitely up there i don't think it would be number three for me (laughs) um but it's certainly it's very good. <laughs> I really, really like this album. I don't. Maybe it's just because of. It, it could have just been because of my high school days, and maybe I just related to it more. There's just See so that. many amazing songs on this. Besides, hit that. Um, I even like Dahui. <laughs> I mean, there's the so one. many great damn songs. Even the song where he's in prison, like when you're in prison, that old yes. time. Oh, there's just so many amazing songs in this <laughs> album that I just I can't think of really any songs that are bad besides hit that. It's true. Spare me. The details is great. I love, I love that, that song. song. Lightning rod is great. I love that song. Uh, the noose. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> Splinter. Um, song list. Oh, never no. going to find you. Also amazing song. Way down deep inside. There is a real me. Let's see. Neocon is okay. The noose is great. Oh, yeah, Long way good. home. God damn it. That those fucking guitar oh. riffs in there is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Race Against Myself is amazing. Can't Get My Head Around You is amazing. The oh, Worst yeah. Hangover Ever is amazing. Yeah. Never Gonna Find Me is amazing. Lightning Rod is amazing. Spare Me. Dude, hit that and Neocon are the only songs that I could be like, eh, whatever. But every other know, song against that. this album is just <laughs> freaking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Well, anyways, uh, so the album art looks – I really like the album art on this one. It looks really cool. It's basically a statue with the head exploding. Um, <laughs> really, really cool looking artwork. Um, yeah, it's I not I would bad. say that this is probably a drums, seven. But... Yeah, for sure. I would say that this is a seven for me though. Yeah, I was going to say probably six. Um, right. Same ballpark. Yeah, I think we're in the right area. And Splinter, uh, I love this name. Um, that is a good name. I like the name. I wish it was different artwork for the name. Um, yeah. Splinter is just a badass name for the album. I would give this probably an eight for the name. I mean, it kind of makes sense, I guess, because the thing is splintering apart. Yeah. But we're not yeah. there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Splinter does. It is good. It reminds me of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so that's always good. <laughs> so where does it fall for you? Um... Yeah, I could go with an eight on that one. All right, and the uh, the conjoined two, <laughs> six. I don't yeah, want. I don't. I don't I would need. Say some, that's fine. I don't need my albums to be stretched. I'm cool with that. I mean, yeah, it's splintering <laughs> apart, but it's also bursting. It's also exploding. It's also shattering. I would have been also cool with the the album being called The Offspring Shatter. That would have been cool. Oh yeah. That would be good. We got <laughs> you know, I think you're you're rewriting history, and I like it. Here I am. I'm like... Rock you like a hurricane. I'm David Bowie. All right. <laughs> so, 
that is Splinter. Uh, overall, I, like I said, probably about a six. Okay. Sounds good. Um, well, now we're at Rise and Fall Raging Grace, which uh, I got to say that name <laughs> is a little bit of a mouthful. It is a mouthful. And it's kind of hard when you're first like getting the album to be like, wait, what order does it go in? <laughs> is it Rage and Grace and Fall and... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I finally learned it when I decided to name one of my songs called Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace, or like the lyrics <laughs> are in there or something like that. And I was like, all right, I'm uh-huh. cool with that. That's the only reason I remember this album name now. But yes, I also agree. When we've, when I first got the album, I could not, I couldn't remember the order at all. It was in <laughs> Rise and Grace, Rage and Fall, please. <laughs> Grace under fire, <laughs> Rage against the machine. You know, the one with the weird looking mermaid angel. <laughs> All right, so that being said, the artwork is minimalistic again. This time we're granted with a weird-looking mermaid angel who seems <laughs> to be chained up by the hands, and then she's got a giant heart on her chest that has arrows through it. <laughs> um, it's very emo. Very but emo. I like it. It's simple. It's only basically three colors. <laughs> yep, I like Just it red, as black, well. and like white. white. Yeah, uh, I like this album cover. It's cool. It's definitely Offspring to me. I would give mm-hmm. this a very stylish. Though. That's fair. Not as good as some of those other ones, for sure. Yeah. Um, name, I would give it like a two. <laughs> I would give it a three. I like the idea okay. of it. Rise no, and fall, rage and grace. They're a play on words. It's both the same thing, basically, but almost like an, uh, anagrams of each other. So like rise and fall. Okay, up, then down, then rage and grace. So down, then up. So it's like this roller coaster of words. It's cool. I like the idea of it, but like you said, mm-hmm. it is kind of like a mouthful. It would be better if it was just strictly like the album or um uh, like a uh oh god damn it like a uh, a song title but there's only just that one song called rise and fall yeah so it's it just is like, lyrics from that from the song but right. not <laughs> the actual name of the song so it's hit or miss but this this album's got some good songs on it though but i yeah, wouldn't say for it's sure. my favorite no yeah it's got some great ones and then some real kind of duds or at least not memorable ones i would say not really duds where it's like i can't listen to this <laughs> it's just more like eh, that one's forgettable yeah i'm on the same page with that yep, yep, all yep, right yep. this one probably has one of the biggest hits that probably still carries the offspring now and it's you're gonna go far kid for some reason everybody yeah. knows that song so it really took off writing songs to the f word just always makes you more popular it, it seems like it sure does sure does even though i wish i really wish their one song stuff is messed up was not called stuff is messed up (laughs) oh i know i don't know what the (laughs) hell they were thinking come on you're a punk band just put the word shit because it's what you say in the song i think they yeah the record company or just the censors made them change it i guess and it's just stupid because nobody ever says stuff is messed up in the song (laughs) no shit is fucked up (laughs) No, all it's right. all about the jeans. <laughs> it's all about the jeans. The <laughs> jeans. Uh, all right. Moving on. All right. Well, well, how do they combine together? How do they combine? I would say that they combine well. I think that you get maybe a sense of this. You see, maybe it's the rising, you know, because it's an angel, right? The rising mm-hmm. of it and maybe the grace of the angel, but you also see the fall and the rage of what might be going on. Yeah, so, it's got, you know, arrows in its heart, so it's going to be falling soon. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell it's probably kind of angry. 
Yep. <laughs> when it's chained up like the Hulk, I would think so. <laughs> um, I would give this a seven, if not an eight. I mean, the two do play off of each other pretty well. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. Again, they're not. It's not my favorite, but they do. At least they. It's make pretty sense. fitting. Yeah. All right. Next and final album until hopefully this year. Yeah, until they finally release that album they've been promising for like four years. <laughs> We've got Days Go By. Oh yeah, one of my. This least is very undynamic. <laughs> this artwork is just not I, very appealing on any level. I like this. I like the <laughs> album art. I'm not gonna lie. It's got me. There's, I like the idea of it for sure. Um, but I can't say that this is one I'll be, you know, remembering for my entire life. <laughs> I don't know. The idea I, of having this little kid and then like the old man is, you know, interesting, I guess. Especially for the title. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't need it to be a metaphor. It just the days go by. Okay. It's a kid. And then he's on the left side of this bench. There's an old man who's on the right side of the bench and it's just days have gone by. I like it. I like the concept. <laughs> I like the art. I, I, I even like the forest. I like this album artwork. It's really cool. I wish the album itself was like this. <laughs> it's interesting. Dicky, 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 what up, Holmes? Stop that. Stop that. I swear to God, if I get <laughs> another song. album with that fucking bullshit in it, I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> oh. Oh, I hate that song so much. <laughs> Oh, it's the worst thing they've ever done. I can't believe that song came out. <laughs> oh, God, that song's so bad. Cruising California, I like. Yeah, that's a good one. Dirty Magic, the remake is good. <laughs> oh, you heard that Divided face. by Zero is good. Days Go By, I really love. I really like that song a lot. But most of these songs are super fucking forgettable, though. Yeah, that's true. Especially towards that middle section. Remember it getting good again towards the end. Like those last two songs. Slim like Pickens, Slim Pickens does, does yeah. the right things. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. And he rides that bomb to hell. Yeah, he rides that bomb to hell. <laughs> Just so many weird choices. All right, so artwork. I'm going to give this artwork a... I'll give this a... To me, it'll probably be a seven. I like it. To you, it'll probably mm. be much lower. I mean, I don't want to give it the worst grade, but I would say... Maybe a six. We got to at least round down a little, I would say. All right. I'll stick with a six. Days go by the title. I'm cool with this. This makes sense. I like the idea of this because it's a late, yeah. much later album uh, from when they've started. It's almost like a. They're getting older. Yeah, they're getting older. Maybe a tribute to that. I'm cool with the idea of days go by. I'll give this a seven. That's fair. I'm good with that. The two together, um, uh, easily yes, an eight. Very strong. Easily yep. an eight, maybe even a nine. I really like it. It's cool. It's doesn't need to be too obvious for it to tell me that it's obviously what it means. So I'm cool with that. Days go by. Can't wait for the Day new go album. by. They go by. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, well that uh, was fun. I don't want to do the math right now, but we'll reveal it on our next episode <laughs> what their average score is. <laughs> oh, we're like... Uh, doomsday preppers where we get an evaluation at the end or they get an yep. evaluation. Okay. I would say <laughs> in total, they're probably sitting around a seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. Six, we'll seven, say, somewhere in we'll that say range. 7.3. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid. That's yeah. A, not a whole lot of missteps other than those first couple took them a little while to get their groove. Yeah. But then it was all pretty solid. Yeah. Not too artsy, but artsy enough. 
Yeah. All righty. Well, I think that's the uh, end of our episode. I really like that new uh, skit. That's not a skit, but the new thing that we're doing. I like <laughs> yeah, that better than bit. the Weird Al so far. New bit. Yeah, I like that. All righty. Yeah. Well, this has been another great and amazing episode from the original Janksters. And as always, remember to – well, I almost messed that up. I'm Peter Jank. <laughs> that's Kevin Jank. And as always, remember to flip that tip. And thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye. Oh.